tempo yeah. Mr. Wiggler, I choose the video Hey, step inside, I give thanks and the highest praise Grandma said to Mama Earth, connect out the well, here we go. Let's see if I am broadcasting. <laughs> it's a touch and go for a moment. I'm not muted. I can see some signals going going on. Hello to everyone in the chat. In the chat, give me a big shout or a wave uh, if I'm not coming through. It's been uh, everything's um, been a it's been a good week this week, up and down. But uh, it's all change. Shea uh, Shea Studio and everything. So everything's been kind of uh, reorganised in here. Nothing huge, but it's it's tidied up a little bit. Uh, we got some extra cameras and stuff I've managed to wire up to get everything going. Uh, no one's quite said yes yet whether we have a Mr. Wiggly. I'm guessing no one said anything yet. So that's it. I have a spoffle on the mic still. Uh, just check the level going in. Might be a little bit hot. One, two, three, four, five. Um, and, 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 and we do have a couple of other camera angles, one of which I can show you, which is like um, like a studio cam. Uh, so here is this is where Lula May will be sitting in a minute, which is why there's a chair behind me. But that's a kind of um, a view of the whole studio. And there are other views uh, on the modular behind me. Uh, something's happened. That's Oh, I got a, a horn went off, which is absolutely fantastic. That's brilliant. Uh, thank you so, so much for uh, the donation that's just popped up, which is Wagyu. Thank you so, so much for that. I can't even see it appearing in the chat. Yes, I do. Thank you so, so much. So what a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. Thank you. Uh, we, I was just going to say we're hornless today, but it looks like I've managed to wire up uh, a, a semi-horn, an alternative horn, which is obviously not a real horn, but it allows us to have a horn if, uh, if Hazel the dog comes up so yeah so now you can see sort of the entire room the starship wiggly uh but also come back to me and my you know in back in the real world thank you so much talking of uh amazing and wonderful charity style donations all of the uh super chats and stuff that go into here go as i'm sure most people in the chat already know go to great ormond street hospital in full without youtube taking their chunk out because we put it back uh, and it's absolutely brilliant that it goes that it goes through in that way um we raised about 60 pounds on the last stream and that meant that it was quite quite good the numbers i'll show you the whole thing in a second but it meant that we made seven thousand four hundred and fifty three pounds um this well forever I mean, just just slightly over a year which is only uh f less than 50 pounds away from 7500 pounds so that's stunning and with the current exchange rate that makes for our american listeners um $8,479 so literally $21 away from eight and a half thousand i mean it's just just amazing you guys are so generous particularly Oh, the Ben Bresins, the Ties, the Kent Spongs, you know, every one of you, absolutely the same names appear, you know, on week in and week out. We're absolutely, honestly, really, really indebted to you all. Thank you so, so much. There is a video to run later that just says thank you to everyone. It's getting longer and longer. Um, so I will think of something else at some stage. But honestly, to, to be able to raise eight and a half thousand dollars, seven and a half thousand British pounds, for such an amazing charity from you know a, a small youtube stream on a sunday with lula may's effort and so forth it's, it's just brilliant so thank you from the bottom of my heart if you do want to donate hit the super chat button 
put in a pound and, and say something and it should hog the horn um, and we should all get it, which is absolutely wonderful. Uh, looks like, my goodness me, Andrew Brooks. Thank you very, very much indeed. That's very kind of you for the five pounds. And you're one of those people on the list, just like Tony Duncan, um, who has given five dollars. So thank you very, very much indeed for both of you. Uh, oh, fantastic. This is amazing. Thank you so, so much. Simon Greatbatch, who was a fabulous guest last week. If you missed it, go check out last week's stream. £10 from you. Thank you so, so much. I would say uh, we're about 20, 20 odd pounds short from seven and a half thousand when it's all going off. I think we have a delayed horn, which, which suits me fine and it's not taking my ears off. So to all of you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, so as well as uh, changing all the studio, I wonder if that's new ones or old ones. Um, as well as changing the whole studio around, like I say, with a new camera angle, um, got a few bits of new, uh, it's not really new anything to be honest, but just a better layout so I can make a few more videos. The idea is to make at least a video a week. That's the idea, stop procrastinating, get on and do something. So hopefully um, I'll do at least one afternoon chill out stream a week. If you managed to catch them a couple of weeks ago, I did a couple of days just like chilling out in the afternoon and chatting and doing stuff. So I'll do at least one of those, probably Tuesday and or Friday. So come down Tuesday and chill out Fridays. Um, and also at least one kit video as well. So I'm going to kick off with a little one about the little Roland T8, which I'll start filming on Monday, uh, which should be good. You can't hear the horn. OK, cool. You can't hear the horn. Let me see. Let me see if I can hear the horn. Well, it tells me what's going on. Um, one second. Uh, maybe I'll fire off a horn when I hear it. That'll do for now. It's always the simplest ideas that work best. Um, hello to everyone in the chat. Thank you. There's loads of chat going on, which is fantastic. Will Joseph is the first one I can see, although I know other people were in there earlier. Tony Duncan, hello to you, Homegrown. Hello, Electronic Sounds Audio. You must be here because you're my wonderful guest who will appear any second. Point two, hello, Gasm. Thank you for joining. Crazy o'clock in your place. Uh, Tony Duncan, it must be very early in the morning, I think, in, in, in your in your uh, area of the world, Gasm. Um, who else has come in? Paul Artola, Azio Head, Prometheus UK. Inky, hello to you, Inky. Inky's head moderator, looking after everybody. We love Inky. She's really the whole reason this stream exists, and without her, none of this would happen. So be nice to her, and she won't kick you out of the chat. Keith in Watford, Jansetta. Dr. Synth, Culture of Ghosts, gosh, goodness me, goodness me, there are literally loads. Lady Aptitude, hello to you. Um, I will catch up with everybody a little bit later because uh, it's gone streaming off down the bottom of, uh, of the stream at the moment, which is, which is great. We love having you with us. And if you're listening on replay, welcome aboard. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I sing the body electric. Thank you so, so much not quite the same as having an automatic horn blasting my head off but it is still really good thank you i think really 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 kind of you and so much appreciated so so much appreciated um we have a wonderful guest with us i've been after this guest for blinking ages to be honest um i've known him for blinking ages as well uh his name is dean he has a company it's dean daughters he has a company called electronic sounds which I think it would be fair to say was reasonably small or at least unknown when I first uh, talked to him uh, quite a few years ago now. Um, although he'd been making, they make sound libraries fundamentally. 
um, and they're amazing. I mean, but even back then, the sounds that I heard were just incredible. And he'd done quite a lot of sounds uh, for other companies. Vengeance, for example, like huge, amazing sample libraries for very, very well-renowned things, but obviously without his name on them. It's almost like ghost, like a ghostwriter for sound libraries. Um, and then, safe to say, I think over the last couple of years, it's just exploded. And I've seen loads of product coming out, um, loads of brand new, exciting, shiny kit arriving. He's working so, so hard and, to be honest, has done since the very, very beginning. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping it's as successful as it seems from the outside because, honestly, it couldn't have happened to a nicer bloke, the amount of work that he's put in and really the quality. And I'm not picking him up because he's a mate. Or, or I mean, the quality of these sounds is exceptional. The only other company in terms of drum sounds that I've come across with that attention to detail, to be honest, is F9, the UK... You know, their, their 909 library, for example, of one of millions of 909 libraries out there, is exceptionally good. And they're obviously putting a lot of work into it. The thing with, with electronic sound, it's just like across the board and the packs fit, you know, loads of different things. And uh, honestly, just absolutely amazing. So I can't big him up anymore. To be like, Get so many music. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. $10 from Get So Many Music. Also a previous guest on the show. So please check back over previous... Uh, episode search Gethsemane and he'll be in there or he'll be in the Sunday playlist uh, if you go and check that out really really nice guy with a lovely set of uh, moogs oh, moogs sorry over there um, so yeah without further ado um, let's introduce the amazing Dean Daughters hello to you sir how are you doing having me no worries it's an absolute pleasure to have you aboard um, is it true is it has it really exploded for you or has it always been hugely successful or are you still um are you well i mean uh, i've been at this since 1994 um Jeez. so i mean this is really like my my life's passion you know making making sounds and stuff um but it, it was always you know a, a a pretty small situation for me um you know, like nobody really needs sounds these days. I mean, the choices we have for there's you know free samples. I mean, even everywhere. Um, so there wasn't a whole lot of demand for what I was doing. Um, but I sort of made a decision to sort of step away from focusing on products for like um, the desktop and desktop composers, and started really focusing in on creating products for you know the hardware users because you know. When we take a look at like virtual instruments for the desktop and whatnot, there's just countless um, amounts of sounds and expansions for just about every virtual instrument you can imagine. But when it comes to the hardware side of things, there's not near the variety and the choice for getting more sounds into your boxes. Um, so I really started focusing on the hardware side of things. Um, and people started discovering me who you know, had never heard of me before. Right. That's really, really, you know, helped. And plus, you know, I just love being hands-on with the gear. Just like this, so this thing. Exactly. I just, I just bought your pack for it, this, well, you know, a couple of so weeks much. ago. No, no, no. You've got to make a living as well. <laughs> yeah, no, put the money where your mouth is. It's, and it's amazing. I, I'm new to this. And I thought, this is really cool. And then I saw you had this huge pack of crazy stuff, which was a really good value. And it's a new machine, you know. Yeah, I really, really I, I really love the model samples as well. I think it's like the least uh, expensive and awesome mm. way to get into the electron workflow. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so please, so you're focusing then really on, on stuff like that. You, you have a model samples, here's a bunch of patches for it or a exactly. bunch of styles. You know, a lot of people wow. get, I, I find a lot of people get these hardware, you know, machines with the idea about, you know, I can sample anything into this I want. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. And that's the point of it all. But then when it gets here and <laughs> maybe doesn't have a whole lot of sounds in in it and you're trying to just write music and go 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 and you're like well now i need to sort of sample everything in that i want to yeah. use and it starts to actually become a little bit tedious and maybe you know a lot of people aren't Too using right. those boxes as much as they really could be mm -hmm. if they were full of sounds and that's where yep. i come in i just love making sounds i love making sounds even more than i love making music Wow. You know what I mean? And I love it, putting sounds so it, into boxes yeah. that encourage other people to make music. And the demos, though, I mean, well, they're not demos. They're, they are they're tracks. I mean, the demos that you put together to accompany the sounds and the patches are just like, whoa, which I think is probably another huge part of why people are getting turned onto your, your stuff in such a big way, because it's the whole package. But you're, yeah. you're dead right about... You know, I forgot deluge or the, or the something. I mean, there's some bits on it. It's nice, and and the idea I can sample stuff. I mean, generally, sure. if I'm doing something like that, I would normally do it on a computer and then stick it across. Well, obviously, there's no choice with the, with with one of those. But you know, generally, rather than plug it in and sampling, I'd make it. But then after about two days, and you've got like you know ten kick drums, ten and sounds, right? Like, this is taking a while, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and then kind of you give up. And and then, and then you know, $30 or whatever it might be for one of your sample libraries fills the whole thing up. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Exactly. Even if you hated half the sounds, which you'll never would, I tell you, you know, <laughs> there is always usable stuff in there, which is inspirational. It's a bit like, you know, buying a new synth and playing right. the patch and go, oh, I sure. I, there's a good chord yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. You know. I have wow, another really, really thing good. about that, like you, you know, said buying a synth and playing a patch. That's another thing that I'm really about. Like, even though I'm a sound designer and I make, you know, patches and sounds and all of that stuff, I still use presets and I don't have any problem using yeah. a preset that somebody else made. That's the yeah. whole point of why your boxes come with sounds. Totally. They are meant to be used. I mean, I, I don't, that, that whole concept of, you know, you have to make it yourself to be able to use it and be legit. I don't, I don't adhere to that. Even as, you know, somebody who makes pretty much 99% of their own sounds, you know, I still <laughs> use presets. That's refreshing to hear. I mean, I think possibly it dates back to when we were all trying to find loop samples of funky drummers mm -hmm. way back in the day, and everyone was very protective because, you know. Yeah, where I come from, <laughs> everything was protected. There was no YouTube, exactly. there was no internet, yeah. and if yeah. your bro made a great beat, he sure as hell was not going to tell you how he made exactly it. Exactly that. You know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean? Those were all secrets. Yeah. Never leave your sample library <laughs> behind in the studio overnight. You know, it was like. <laughs> but it, but and I can understand that because that is a whole track almost you know what i mean this is a whole th they, you, you couldn't make that stuff and it's very identifiable and it's probably a part and parcel of a massive tune that's about to happen but it sounds in inertly um or even you know even a drum pattern that's programmed that you start modifying no absolutely i mean and, and i wouldn't mind you know you, i use whatever creatively loops or, or whatever you know you're just sounding sure, a bit sure. jaded if you're using funky drums still 30 years later but um no i completely agree i completely agree i don't think you have to it's you know you don't necessarily have to write the song to be the singer you don't have to play the keyboards to be you know programming the drums you See, that's just that's just it, it. 
everybody these days is talking about what a benefit collabing is and people are collabing more and more than ever, right? But yeah. I don't see the difference between using someone else's preset and collabing with another producer because that's exactly what you're doing when you're using someone else's preset. 100%. And if you look at it that way, instead of with some sort of stigmatism on it, I think it can really change the way that you approach making music in general. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, absolutely. Um, what's what are you? I, mean, I don't really want to find out what you're up to next, but what's your current favorite sample box of choice? Oh would you man, say? I mean, see, that's the thing. Um, being um, a, a, a a sound designer and a sample maker for a living, a lot of people would you know maybe think that this guy just has the, a blast, just playing with sounds all the time and doing whatever he wants to do. Kind of did magic, think that, to be fair. Magic <laughs> room full of awesome yeah. gear. And, but see, it's, it's, it's not really like that. I mean, it, it's a job as much as anything else is a job at the end of the day, you know, and I have to make packs and I have to pay the bills and I have to pay the rent and I have to eat, you know. Um, mm -hmm. My current favorite box in here um, to play with is the Poly End Play. Um, yes. I did put out a giant sample uh, pack for this called the sandbox um, and basically it's 20 more sample packs in the exact format that this box takes and another folder full of like 3,000 extra bonus samples on top Jeez. of those and so this is really like my passion right now like just spending time with the play but as a sound designer wow. that product you know is available I've made demos for that and I've now you know just released my next product which is actually a giant the biggest bank I've ever made <gasps> for the Roland SP404 my other favorite thing oh man and this new pack that I've just put out for this has over 12,000 samples and it's the largest pack that I've ever put together ever and so instead of really like spending a lot of time in here like playing with the gear and having a lot of fun with music and just experimenting it's really you know it's there's deadlines and there's sample numbers yeah. to meet and products yeah. To, yeah. to put out and you know so now I'm currently even though I'd much rather be I mean there's nothing wrong with the SP404 I love this box yeah, yeah. but it's not as easy to use as the poly end play for me because I'm new to this this is my first SP404 right and so I filled it up with sounds and now I'm kind of learning that box so I can make some demo examples of this new sound bank for that box honestly I think and I've got two more sound banks that are waiting to be made in the I, I need more of me I just need to clone some of me so that I can work harder in here <laughs> those are my two favorite things I think and I've I own a an original OG 404 which I just like because it's queer. I haven't haven't tried the new ones but poly and play has been on my list ever since uh, Berlin and I mean to be honest you putting something out that out is the difference between getting one and not do you know what I mean it, that's like you know, that's I appreciate available. that. A, a lot of people have told me that they picked up the play specifically because for I your sounds, sound, yeah, sound you would. For you, it, if, yeah. if you're on, the, if you're on the fence, I mean, they're not outrageously cheap. Don't get me no. wrong. I mean, I like the I like the factory sounds that come in the play. Mm. They they mm. are fun to play with, but. You know, when I got the box, I did an experiment where I made a track using only the factory sounds, and then I did some tracks using only my sounds. Mm -hmm. And at the mm -hmm. end of the day, I definitely prefer using my own sounds than the sounds that come in the box. And that's certainly one, I have to admit, that is a selfish reason for, for being a sound designer, is I do definitely design sounds that I, I want to use, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, but they work, they work. I, and Thank you. 
I mean, seriously, and, and I mean, for me, that would be like, oh, do you know what? I've sat on the fence. I really would like one of those. And now it's a kind of a no-brainer. It really is. And I'm, I'm sure the manufacturers see that kind of stuff. Are you are you contacted by many people at you the know, moment? You I, know, I, I would really like to, to, to buy into that last sentence. But, you know, um, I, I don't. I don't really have, like... Um, the solid contacts with Polly and I don't have any contacts wow. with Roland. Um, I actually, before I released my original Digitac banks on my own, um, I was in contact with the Electron and they sort of just kind of fizzled out with their interest in me. So I was like, fine, then I'll just release this stuff on my own. And at the end of the day, um, I'm really glad that I didn't end up working with um, Electron on, on, on some of that stuff mm-hmm. um, because, you know, when it's when it's my products you know i can i can i can make that i can sell that i can back that and i can make more um and i don't have to deal with like jumping through the hoops of other companies like for instance when you work with vengeance there's a lot of hoops that jump through you know um yeah at the end of the day it, it's kind of <laughs> nice just just working for my for myself now although recently i have done quite a few outside um sound to job sound design jobs um, that are coming out, and it, that's been pretty exciting as wow. well. Wow, on the third um, for third party stuff. Or, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just did um, two more sound banks for the brand new um, Audio Modern Loop Mix um, instrument, which oh, I think cool. is like one of the most inspiring new virtual instruments to come out for desktop and wow. iPad in quite some time. You can load six loops into it and then remix those in pretty much uh, an infinite manner. So I've got uh, a free pack for that that's just come out and then another free pack for loop mix that'll be out in a few months wow i wasn't uh, i wasn't aware of that I was just pulling it up miss if i can just share my uh, my screen on that one yeah loop mix is really a must-have if you've got a loop library of your own especially oh my gosh you've got a brand new loop library when you load it into loop mix you know what i mean wow it's brand new it's from audio modern it's a creative loop mixer and randomizer it's very similar to like um, their Playbeat app, which I've also mm-hmm. done uh, sound banks for, except this one uh, remixes loops instead of arranging one-shot samples. Nice. But even, yeah, nice. so anybody with an iPad, you've got to pick this up. I think it's like nine ninety nine on the iPad. It's kind of like a no-brainer. Yeah, if it's, if it's, if it's that, absolutely. Super so fun, super, super inspiring. $49, actually, but that's for the, for the computer version. For so, the computer version, yeah. yeah. Nice. And they have wow. a lot of free apps as well, like Filter Brilliant. Step and Panflow. They're really cool. They got some great, inspiring stuff. We got a, a good comment from Scott KT, KC2C80, Mr. Wiggy. You're all wrong. You got to grow the tree to build the guitar to write your songs. <laughs> 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 I think you got it. <laughs> um, anything else um, like that that's come out then for third party stuff? Anything um, exciting? There's that we something be that at? that's coming out really soon, but I can't quite. Ah. Um, I can't okay. quite reveal that one yet. No, it's amazing. Big tip of the hat from Dr. Synth and all those who do great sample stuff never had the patience for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, the quality. I know a lot of people amazing. don't, you know, and, and I, I, I think that's one of the reasons um, that really turned me on to it, like way, way back in the 90s, you know, like when I started, there was no Internet. There was no YouTube. There was audio sample CDs for $100 each. And that was the only option you had for getting new sounds into your samplers. That was it. Man. 
or sampling them. Oh, yourself. I remember those times, yeah. and and you didn't get to listen to them as well. I remember. And you I didn't. No, you didn't. It was, <laughs> and most of them were not very good. No, exactly. And you would you would spend your hundred dollars, go home, be all inspired, get one or two sounds, and then at the end of the day, feel pretty yeah. disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it a was, whole it CD was, of... it was, it was those feelings of disappointment from buying what was available that you know really encouraged me to start electronic sounds in the first place and start making my own you know sample cds i know i mean i can't i think it was skippy's beats or something i bought once on CD, right which right I'm, yes I'm, I'm sure it was very good if you wanted a drummer playing some beats but it wasn't really marketed in that way you know it was meant sure. to be funky loops but it was and i think well this is great but but you know it was as described it was me you know you just didn't have a chance and then time and space launched those in store yeah yeah uh, mm -hmm. Things where you could at least listen to them, sure. you know. But wow, what a! What of course, a Guitar thing. Center was always out of the ones you needed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it was switched off in the corner of the room or something. Mad, absolutely mad. I mean, are you obviously Luda May's in the house? We're going to do a quiz, a quiz in a minute. Nice to meet you. Thank you. And it's her birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Absolutely. So, anyone in the chat didn't know it was Luda May's eleventh birthday. This week, and so I recorded. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Lula May! Happy birthday to you! Woohoo! <laughs> there you go. Happy birthday, Lula May! So it's no longer ten-year-old Lula May's quiz. It's 11-year-old Lula Mae's quiz, so I've redone that jingle as it well. It 9-year-old Lula Mae's Originally, that's right. Actually, that's right. So we're now definitely over a, over a year. It must be a year and a little bit then. Yeah. Wow, it must have just be crossed that. I think it was October, actually, when it started, because I was going back to check it out, check out what was going on. Uh, did I just see Mrs. Mrs. Wiggly floating? Hold on one second, Dean. Where is she? Let's see what we can do. She is We're there. in a camera together. We are, look. And, and it's a camera just yeah. up there. Hang on, Mrs. Wiggly. Let me plug you in. No, 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 no. Let me plug my things in. Okay. Oh, I got a Hello, everyone. Hi, Dean. Hello, Mrs. Wiggly. Hello. Nice Pleased to meet, to meet you. you. Nice to meet you. Nice to see everyone in the chat. Sorry, a bit out of breath. I just <laughs> ran up the stairs. <laughs> Have you noticed your new clipboard, Mrs. Wiggly? Oh, oh God. Haven't you been busy? Tidying up the studio. Everything looks all nice and shiny. We've got a double camera now. No wonder now. I haven't seen you for two weeks. <laughs> it's true, actually. It's true. It feels like a new studio. What colour do you have? I've got blue. Ooh, I got What's your colour? Pink. Luna May's got. Oh, Luna May's got pink. And Daddy's got what? Yellow. I've got yellow. Daddy's got yellow. You should have really had the blue. Oh, yeah, I should boy. have done, really. Well, there are a couple of other colours. I think there's a white as well. Ooh. Okay, I might swap it for next week. <laughs> All right, whilst I set everything up, let's just have one more happy birthday for uh, Lula May. Happy birthday oh. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lula May. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> right, uh, everyone in the chat, it's time to do a quick quiz and then we're really going to find out exactly what makes Dean tick afterwards. We'll play one of his tunes in about half an hour uh, and find out the history because one thing I haven't touched on, you're a, you're a drummer originally, aren't you? Yes. Uh, 
So, and I think, I think that's actually something that relates to really well to A, the demos and to, to B, the, the sounds that you produce because you've come at it from a drummer's mentality yeah. to make fundamentally drum sounds. I think it's a huge, a good drummer as well. I mean, you know, proper, properly good drummer. In a funky way, I would put you in the Copeland camp rather than the Collins camp. Uh, I studied from the Copeland camp as opposed to the Collins camp. That is a fact. Pa-ching. There you go. There you go. So, <laughs> and that's that's the better part of the drama. But no, no, you know, big ups to, to Collins and all that. But it's not funk, is it really? Um, cool. Okie dokie. So yeah, anyone in the chat wants to join in, um, you should be switched to live chat. Uh, in YouTube, not the other kind of chat. <laughs> live chat is great. What's it doing? I think it's, it's live like chat is greater than top chat. Top chat, that's the one. Can you remember top chat for next yeah. time? I can never remember it. I got the live chat bit this time. It's sinking in. Yeah, pop onto live chat, otherwise you'll miss half the answers. Uh, it is only for fun. And what when you appear to us in the chat, it's like slightly different order sometimes. So if you think you were first... Um, and you're definitely first in your chat. It may not appear like that to us, but Mrs. Wiggly is in charge of all the scoring, to be honest, and she'll probably give you a point anyway. Um, have you seen many of the quizzes, <laughs> Dean? Yes, yes, <laughs> I have. I thought you yeah. had. You know yeah, what's I'm coming. Familiar, so. I'm familiar with the routine. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie, thank goodness for that. I did forget to ask, but I know you've been watching. I need a, yeah, a live <laughs> live chat tattoo on my arm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I should get that. Oops, that was the wrong message. Uh, just, Wagyu just on wins. the forehead would do. Live <laughs> chat. Live chat. <laughs> Could sell advertising space. Actually, on the back of my head. Dean, shall I, if I put like an electronic sounds. I'm sure we can work something out, yeah. Yeah, $20, $20 or something, or maybe a couple of free packs. That would be cool. <laughs> Um, hey, temporary. is that Amelia? <laughs> Puppy Power 5503. Amelia, Puppy Power. <laughs> that is a best friend. Do you want to say Oh, you did say hello. There you Hi, go. Amelia. It's <laughs> lovely to see. That is Amelia's puppy as well. Sandy. What, Sandy, who is best friends with Hazel, yeah. who is Luna Mo's puppy. So it's, it's all good. It's all very, very good. Hello, lovely to see you. You're just in time for the quiz. Um, okay, yeah. So there's... Hopefully these aren't Googleable. That was really the point of these ridiculous questions. And obviously this is what the donations are for, really, so that we can raise money for Great Ormond Street. So thank you in advance for all of that. I didn't tell you, Luna May. Um, we're just short of £7,500, mm. which is wow, incredible. Wow, that's awesome. Which is just short of $8,500 with the exchange that rate. That is amazing. Shows, actually, we've, we, made, uh, we made a lot more this week than we did with the same amount of money last week just because of the exchange rate it's really weird but uh, that's not how exchange rates work really um did i show a picture of baby owls last week what? did i show a picture no. of baby uh, just to just to bring the quiz in look these are the cutest things in the world <laughs> <laughs> that's what baby owls look like wait that's a baby owl yeah apparently they're tiny i mean they are they are so cute though that's for you, Amelia. Baby owls from Luna May. <laughs> and uh, I think I did show the pumpkins, didn't I? I yeah. can't remember last week. Mummy's got eaten. Yeah, Mummy's pumpkin, which is in the front with the big sad face. Uh, it doesn't really have a face anymore, actually, does it? <laughs> no, I think it's been nibbled by a squirrel. Or Hazel. <laughs> Hazel. Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't think so. I think maybe a fox it's or a squirrel's had a little, really sad face a little nibble. <laughs> so sad. Okay, stand by. Are you ready, Dean? Yes. Are Let's you ready, Mrs. Wiggly? Yep. Are you ready 
Lula May. Yes. Okay, here we go. Just note, this is the 11-year-old Lula May's quiz. I changed the jingle and... How many squeaks can Hazel squeak her toy in a row at one go? Dum, dum, dum. How many squeaks can Hazel squeak in one go? She squeaks her toy. Go for it, Dean. Let's go with three. More? 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 You can have All another right, guess. Okay, let's go with five. More. 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 How many teeth does this dog have? <gasps> <laughs> He's an incredible squeaker. Let's go Wazoo. with He's very nine. Close. Let's go with ten. More. Let's go with more. twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's less. not quite right. Don't say more or less anymore because they know the ballpark. Oh, there's some very close ones. You can have another guess if you want, Dean. Oh, Will Joseph! Hooray! Now, in the midst of all that, something very exciting happened that I missed because I heard a horn in my head. And the wonderful Dr. Synth. Thank you so much. You are so, so kind. Thank you, Dr. Synth. That has basically smashed the £7,500, $8,500 mark. So thank you. Can we get some big, big love in the chat, please? For Dr. Synth. That's very, very kind of you. I spoke to Kent just before the stream, actually, and he is good. He's been, um, he's a bit tired. I think he didn't use the word tired, but it meant tired. Um, and uh, he's fine, though. He's fine. He's really, really good. So we're going to be chatting tomorrow, which is really cool. Um, yes. Wow. Hazel, indeed, Amelia. She's a, it's an incredible squeaker. Um, so <laughs> it's, she's it's, really good at football as well. She is. And balloons. So yeah, you throw a balloon and in the balloons. air and it will go down and she'll boink it back up. Boops it. It's like she'd be no. like an excellent puppy volleyball player. Our oh, house is just revolving around Hazel now, isn't it? Anyway, all right, stand by, Dean. Here you go. Take full advantage of your uh, your lack of delay in the chat. Here we go. How many puppies are on this birthday card? Oh, this is a picture round. Uh, so Get the birthday card. The birthday card. I took a picture of it because it was oh, easier than putting it, it on yeah, camera. It was so I'm not going to put it up for very long. But I'm going to pop this birthday card up on the screen and then I'm going to pop it off again and tell me how many you think are on My this. My birthday card. This is Lula May's birthday card. There you go. 65. Oh, oh no. <laughs> 101. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 65 was closer than 101, I've got to say. 48. Forty-six. Go. Amelia's really close. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got to give a point to Amelia. Point for to that. Amelia for being so close. Yeah. Oh, so close, everyone, but not. Everyone's quite. really. Oh, Inky the cat. Inky. Inky. I can't find her now. <laughs> Inky, she got it. Where is she? Fifty-two. Yeah. 
unless somebody else got it. No, no, no. I can't even find Inky. Hold on, Inky. If I can find you in the comments, I'll stick you straight up on the screen. Where's Inky? Inky, I'll play your jingle if you want. Yeah, Inky definitely got it. Oh. Inky, Inky the cat, Inky the cat, Inky. Oh. Inky, Inky the cat. Inky Works very well with the chat music behind it. And I'm going to give a, pa- a point to Amelia as well for being ever so Absolutely, close. Absolutely, she was. Well done, Amelia. That there was she so is. Good. There she is. Well done. Well done. Well done. Hooray! Well done, Inky. <laughs> and thanks again. And thanks again, Dr. Synth, for that amazing donation. It's really, really super cool of you. Thank you very, very much. For this question, you've only got the first bit. Did I? Yeah. Okay. I Should thought I? that was the question. No, that's all right. Doesn't you do you. Do you. That's absolutely cool. I'm not quite sure. I mean, there's plenty of questions to, um, to come. Okay, we're going we're gonna to change question here. Carry on. Yeah, you definitely got it, Inky. Don't question yourself. I'll, I've got you, don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are two things for lunch. Oh, well, that's kind of what the question is anyway. All right, you ready? Come on, Dean. We're rooting for you here. It was from um, it was from Mummy and Daddy, Amelia. We got her that card. Okay, here we go. Whoops, not that one. This one. <laughs> What did I have for lunch? This is one that Wagyu usually gets because somehow he seems to be standing in the corner. <laughs> we, we, carry, we carry him around in our Sorry, pocket. Sorry, Dean. Cucumber sandwich? No. no. no it's Sunday. Uh, it's a kind of a more of a... Roast beef sandwich. <laughs> I think he gets that. You, it wasn't in a sandwich, but I think you can have that It wasn't in a sandwich, but you, you've got a point for roast beef. Definitely. Roast beef was the main course. <laughs> What did I have for a starter? You actually did have a starter as well. Uh, Let's go with uh, mashed potatoes and salad gravy. No. As in kind of an entree, as in a little, you know, I had this before the roast beef course. Posh thing. So it was quite a light, but very wintry. Oh, Grace Griffin's close. Grace yeah, there's a Griffin. few close oh. ones, but you need uh, to stew, have the type. Stew. We're talking well, stew? There's a lot of soups, no. but it's of a particular type of soup. A particular kind of soup. <gasps> Ken, hold that thought, you amazing guy. I know he's, he's got us. Okay, hold. Stay for two seconds, Ken. Kent Spong has just given another oh. 50 pounds. Thank you so, hey. so much. Thank you, sir. The amazing, amazing, amazing Kent Spong. Kent Spong, can you tell me what's wrong? Can't say. Got to get a CS60, which is a very, very old and amazing synthesizer finish for tomorrow morning. Well, thank you very much for dropping by, Kent. Kent. If you you missed the beginning, clearly we're about $8,600 now, £7,600 almost. Thank you so, so much, sir. Enjoy, uh, Enjoy your CS60. And uh, maybe you'll be listening in the background. Uh, thank you for that. Sorry to pause the quiz, but that was a monumental moment from <laughs> Kent Spong and Dr. Synth. Thank you so, so much. Uh, so we got soup going on. Amelia's guest, broccoli or carrot soup. You're very close you know. to me. I would never eat carrot soup. Uh, does Has anyone got it? Not yet. It's... That's a oh yeah they can't. Are we talking bisque? Is that maybe the direction? No, that we're, no, no, we're, we're talking we're, a vegetable. It is a vegetable soup. You wouldn't normally associate with 
vegetables. I mean, I'm not, you're, you're a young lady now, but do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not, not a children's. A Brussels sprout doesn't really make a soup, though. No. Mm, no? Okay. Call the flower soup, though. Mm, close. Close, I'd say. Kind of. I mean, it's... I wouldn't say it's close. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not close. There are lots of them around at this time of year. But certainly in the UK. P potato soup. No. Rutabaga soup. <laughs> <laughs> Turnip soup. People go out and pick them in the fields. Yeah. Strawberry yeah, soup. Oh, Andrew Brooks got it. Andrew Yay! Brooks. Andrew Andrew Brooks. Brooks. Oh, Jonathan Dent got it before him. Sorry. Hang on, I'll do the hallelujahs. <laughs> okay, so Jonathan, Jonathan Dent, Dent got it before. Was mushroom. It was mushroom soup. Andrew Brooks close close second. Paul Artola yeah, reckons Jonathan it was Guinness yeah. soup. And Inky was very close after that as well with a mushroom. Everyone. I think it was the go and pick them in the fields that got it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn that Jonathan Dent, says uh, <laughs> Andrew Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are the scores on the doors, Mrs. Wiggly? So we have... Um, we have everybody uh, with one point. We have um, Will Joseph at uh, one point, Inky the Cat one point. We've got Puppy Power. Yes. Um, who is Amelia uh, with one point, Dean with one point, and Jonathan Dent with one point. Fabulous. Are you ready, Luna May? Yeah. Yeah, bye-bye, Amelia. Bye-bye, Amelia. Amelia. Thanks ever so tomorrow. much for dropping by. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. She got a point for going. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's just uh, set that one up again. Are you ready? Here we go. What did I get for my birthday? <sighs> just one of the things. One thing with a musical bent. New keyboard? No. no, good guess. Guitar. Gonna start playing the guitar? No, good guess, though. The bass. Gonna start playing the bass? <laughs> Equally good guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's left? Oh, Culture of Ghosts. Culture of Galaxy Grid Mode. Yes. Where's Culture? Oh, he's Cult whizzed off. Culture of Ghosts. Culture My goodness. Ghosts. Yes, is that first? Yeah. He got it. Well done, sir. Awesome. Indeed. Slightly half-hearted uh, noises there. Well done, Culture Ghost. Yes, so it's very opportune that you're you're with us today because there's a question later, I think, to touch your your experience and knowledge. Drums, drums, and I don't have a picture to hand actually. But next oh, week we'll show a picture yeah, of the drumming. Um, hang on, let me see. see if You'll you can have bring a video one up because we've got the video. She's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll try and line up a video. There's um, there will be. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment. La -la -la. I might be able to hold my phone up. Um, don't do that, darling, just for a second. Well, there's a picture of her on the drums. Can There. Hang on. That's no head. Uh, ah, no. <laughs> Not that one? <laughs> well, there's no head, look. There you go. On the drums with no head. 
if I can zoom in on me. Doop. This is the modern way of showing um, I've still got pictures. Her, I've got the video of her playing. Yeah, we'll do a video in a minute. Well done. But yeah, it's great. It's really, really good. It's really, really. It's one of the Roland um, electronic ones. Really awesome. Cool. Really, really cool with, with, yeah, bouncy pads and all that kind of stuff. So that's really good. Love it. Okay. Uh, let's do another one. Is there a couple more? Just have a couple more before the uh, before the end one. Ready? <laughs> What did I name my guy from Guy Fawkes? Oh, yes, the guy. It's Guy Fawkes Night over here. Do you have Guy Fawkes Night in America? No, it's, it's to do I, with them. I don't... If we do, I'm not real familiar with it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought so. It's set fireworks. Basically, it's commemorating the fact that many, many years ago, a man called Guy Fawkes plotted to blow up the Houses of Parliament and uh, they caught him with loads of dynamite underneath the Houses of Parliament. And to celebrate the fact that he didn't, we, we made now... a guy out of hay and we threw him in a fire. Yeah, we burn effigies of him and set off fireworks, <laughs> which is really yeah, kind of... Uh... <laughs> There's no yeah. blood involved. <laughs> it's a hay person that you dress up with clothes. Goodness only knows what we'd have done if he'd succeeded, to be fair. <laughs> This is how you celebrate him not succeeding. Uh, yeah, so there was that. So basically, we make a, a guy, which is a person, out of a onesie stuffed with straw and stick a face on it. You don't have it. to do a onesie. We just used no, a onesie. That's a genius idea, though. We if anyone's going to make a, make a guy, use a onesie. You don't have to worry about keeping the trousers up. So it's brilliant. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so the question was... Richard what did I name my guy? What did we call it? What did Lula May call him? Any thoughts? Uli Berenger says Waggy. <laughs> Boris. This is definitely not Googleable. <laughs> Dom says Grace Griffin. Donald Trump. Mr. Mister. Ewan. Rishi. Waldo. <laughs> Keith Richards. Poor uh, Ewan. I like a little Ewan. Yeah, a little Ewan. <laughs> <laughs> It could be a girl or a boy. It's a, it's a. It's not really a name. No, I was going to say it's not a strange word. It is. I don't think anyone's going to get it, but we'll give it until the music finishes. And I can also say what Ella named hers. Okay. Because they go together. Half god, half beast, says Andrew Brooks. Fred says Inky the cat. William Shatner. Bob. All right, I think we've got it. Hang on a second. Hang on. Moon. Name it. Moon. Moon. It was called Moon. Do you want to know why I named it? Yes, I would actually. So, Ella named hers Juice and I named mine Moon. So they go together and make Moon Juice. And there was this drink that was really fizzy. It was like Strawberry Fanta something and me and Ella kept drinking it and we called it moon juice and we were going to outer space amazing 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 i don't know about the moon juice but you got to watch out for the the moon sugar that's that's what i've heard on the street moon sugar oh yeah, yeah just, sugar i'm in just that telling you i'm just probably. telling you what i heard <laughs> <laughs> yes moon not moog Moon, moon There'll juice. be about two people in the chat that get that joke. It's all right. <laughs> Talking about made, made from the mushroom, says Waggy. That's an awesome name. Awesome name. And that deserves, um, I think, probably a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, dear Lula May. Happy birthday to you. What type of cake did I have for my birthday? What type of cake? I'm gonna be boring and say chocolate cake. There was there was this of carrots earlier, so it couldn't be carrot cake, right? It Carm, was we're talking though, fudge, fudge cake, ice cream cake. How, how would you word this question, Mrs. Wiggly? Because he should have a point for chocolate, because that was very chocolatey. Yeah, but it really wasn't. It wasn't a cake. Chocolate. We're talking about the dark fudge cake. Is that um, what we're talking about here, like the lava cake. <laughs> so he could get ten points for this. <laughs> this is a cake connoisseur we're listening to. <laughs> It wasn't hey, really last a time cake. I checked in with cake, really, yeah, it was delicious. Really a cake. It wasn't actually a cake. <laughs> it, it, was it was a birthday something. A chocolate. Are we talking to fudge pie here? Talking it was a moon pie here. Oh, Ken Lewis, maybe? Uh, <coughs> oh, but it's not a cake. Well, it was. I think he gets it. I think Ken and Dean should get a point each. It was basically a chocolate cookie cake, they called it. It was a giant cookie. A giant cookie. I'm going to cough. Just one second. Ken Lewis. Ken Lewis gets a point for that. Well done, Stan. And Dean gets one. And Dean gets off the mark. It was a giant cookie. Want and there's one yeah. more uh, question to come. One more question to come. Is so, there Mrs. There Wiggly. There's two. Well, no, the last one's kind of a joke, isn't it? And then so. we've got quick fire and big questions. It'll be over very soon, though. So, really, Mrs. Wiggly, what are the scores on the doors? Because we're going to see if, if um, Dean has a chance of winning here. Right, okay. Well, Dean is actually <laughs> in the lead at the moment with two points. Way! This is amazing! <laughs> awesome! Um, so Dean's got two, uh, Will Joseph one, Inky's got one, uh, Amelia had one, um, Jonathan Dent had one, Culture of Ghosts one, and Ken Lewis one. Fantastic, fantastic. Dr. Synth's chocolate, it was a big, how would you describe it? It was like a layered cookie. It was a double a giant cookie. cookie. that had <laughs> two cookies on top of each other with loads of icing. It's amazing. And it had a lot of that moon sugar. Yeah. Full of sugar, full of sugar. Uh, Inky the Cat is accusing Brian Getsemane music of cheating. That's a bold statement to make. Half God, half beast, or as I like to have called him every episode until I pointed, it was pointed out last week, half God, half biscuit. Um, <laughs> he has to go. I literally have called half God, half beast, half God, half biscuit completely from the beginning of time until Kent mentioned it. So he now calls me Mr. Wobbly, so it's fine, which is fine. <laughs> All right, the last question. Um, so, who has who's got one point? Who can who can catch up at the moment? Sorry, Mrs. Wiggly, I know well, you read them out. Everyone apart from Dean has got one point. Okay, all right. <laughs> let's, let's leave it at that then. Here we go. What did I have for my birthday dinner? Now, this is interesting. Uh, what did Luna May have for her birthday dinner? It's not what again what you would expect, but it is food. It's well Popsicles known. Popsicles and tarts. No, it's definitely not a typical <laughs> birthday dinner. <laughs> Chicken vindaloo, tacos. Pizza? No. Nope, nope, nope. Pancakes. No, rice oh, crispies. Oh yeah, we've got one. Uh, is that point two? 
point two point sushi. Two. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I can't believe he got it. Point two uh, got sushi, and he whizzed off up the screen just after he did it. One sushi. second. It was sushi. Where's he gone? He was there a moment ago. I'm going to have to give you access to... to there he is. He's uh, below Inky. It's <laughs> <He's> below Inky. Because <laughs> you're not looking at the same screen. <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh, I can't deny him his, his moment of glory. <laughs> Suddenly about 100 there. messages came in. Did you see it? No, it's at, he's at 0755. Ah, oh, okay. I'm 0755. That's a, that's a useful one. Okay, just talk amongst yourselves. Below we'll cut this out. We'll cut this out in a minute. He's got to get his green moment. Can you see it, Luda May? There, oh, he said lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell. Oh, sushi. There he goes. Yay! Yes! That is the wonderful Gazem, a very good friend of both of ours, actually. He's been around for a long, long time. Amazing guy. And it's very, very early in the morning in Tasmania, where he lives, because we are international here. So, uh, do you want to just do the, the jokey question? Do you yeah. think that would be cool? All right, this is, this is kind of just a jokey one. Let's give it a go. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Why do seagulls fly over the sea? <laughs> you got me on this one. <laughs> Just until the music ends. Because they can't walk over it. I think that deserves a half a point, unless it's That's very close. That's not bad. That Come, on bad. Come on now. Come on now. That's point. pretty half good. A point. Puts half them in the lead again. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Got to remember, these, these are dad jokes. I think they're very funny. Well, I suppose that's because I'm a dad. But you're a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Music's nearly over. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Because they can't swim. That's pretty good from Wagger as well. You could have a half a point for that. No. Gazem got it, did he? Did he? Or maybe the last one. Give it to Richard. Give it to Richard. Richard Hilton, they long to be close to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should have a point because he's Richard Hilton. All right, uh, he can have a point. <coughs> okay. <laughs> Hang on, wait for the, wait for the, what's the answer, sweetheart? If they flew over bay, there would be bagels. Yes! <laughs> that joke. I thank you, I thank you. <laughs> that joke. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. <clears throat> Wowzers, sorry about that. I was going to die for a moment there. Yeah, if they flew over the bay, they would all be called bagels, of course. Quick of course, fire. of course. Okay. Right, this one's all about you, Dean. This is the quick fire round. But it'll be done and dusted in a couple of minutes. So, are you ready? No stress. Uh, we should have a quick fire jingle, shouldn't we, I yeah. think? Let's see if it's up, 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 up there. Up, 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 up. Here we go. <laughs> Hot or cold? Cold. Red or black? Black. 
party pool slippers. Slippers. See the future or change the past. Change the past. Gold or silver. Silver. Boat or plane. Boat. Odd or even. Odd. Fish or chips. Chips. Snow White or Cinderella. Snow White. Maths or English. English. Badger or baboon. Badger. Analog or digital. Analog. Very good. Very, very good. Very, very good. I'm surprised the number of people, not you, Dean, that go digital on that. I think digital is very much uh, in the lead on that one. You ready for some logic? We're going to hit you with some logic now. Just All right, just bring it, it on. Was over. You ready? You can't predict your own thoughts because as soon as you try to predict them, you're already thinking. She's right. She's dead right. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh no, it's big question time. It's big question time. Okay, this is the last. There are two questions remaining. Can you cope with this, Dean? Sure, bring Would it on. <laughs> oh, you've got two questions. All right, two questions from Luna May. olives and vegetable oil is made out of vegetables vegetables what's baby oil made out of <laughs> no stress it's on the tip of my tongue but i don't have it i don't have it oh. it wasn't a joke either i just don't have it <laughs> <laughs> What is it? What? Is it babies? I don't know. It's a no, big question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, I you wouldn't know, know the answer. <laughs> you wouldn't know the answer because that's why you're asking it. Yeah, of course. So nobody knows. <laughs> oh, man. <I> that's <laughs> how like, they get you. They don't want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to know the answer. We'll have another one. Can you give me some advice as a new drummer? Ah, uh, now this is more like it. I, I, the thing, the thing with drumming, is is you've just got to embrace that four and the four. It, that's, it, I don't really know how else to say it other than that because it's just in me. How do you, how do you explain what a four and a four is to it, someone just starting? Um, out? it's for me it's it's more just about it's it's in your head it's not in your hands mm -hmm. it it's um it's just it it was built into me i was it was a gift that i was given i didn't learn it so wow. i i i don't i i don't i i i have taught others to play the drums 
but it, it, if it's not in you, there's nothing I, I can say. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. What do you, in, in order to, what did you do to bring it out of you? Did you play along to other stuff? Did you just play around? Did you do anything? I, I, I can like? answer that. I, I watched another drummer. I, I watched another drummer like my life depended on it. And, gotcha. and, 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 but close up, not on video, like in real life. And I, I saw what he was doing with, with the hands. And I watched for a very, very long... I, this is in, like, junior high school, right? Mm -hmm. When I'm really trying to get my stuff together. And I'm in the school band. And somebody else can, can, can already really do all of the things that, that I want to do. But I can't do those things yet. Um, and I'm not allowed to play the drums. Because I'm not as old as this other dr drummer in the school band, right? And so I spent that first year watching. And I'm not playing. And when it came time for me to be playing, my hands just did what they needed to do. Wow, that's interesting. Be so watching because watching it was it was already inside. I, I wow. know that's not very helpful. No, no, it is. It's really interesting because I've never experienced drums at all. I could help with with you know <laughs> keyboards in some ways, but. Um, awesome. Thank you, Dean. Mrs. Wigley claimed um, that. Uh, she may have a big question. Do you have a big question, Mrs. Whitney? Well, maybe I should have had um, Dean's mum <laughs> there and there because I was going to ask for advice on what <laughs> what to expect when your child wants to play the drums. Um, shall I just give you your jingle then and you can ask that? <laughs> Um, uh, what was it like playing drums at home? I think, I, I think honestly, you can expect a lot of tapping, like tapping on everything in the house. Just like there's going to be a lot of tapping. But I, I, but I, I, I think that um, like specific time that that's set out to be on the drums um, to where like either you know if it bothers you to where you can be doing other things like doing the shopping or just you know being patient for maybe that hour of the day kind of thing a specific time slot that's sort of like slotted out for when you know you're allowed to bang on those drums and be loud i think is definitely really helpful like i certainly wasn't allowed to just go get behind the drums like at any time of the day like if you get my drift i would need to ask you know permission mm. is it permission. okay if i make noise now you know that kind of thing Nice. And, it, you know, obviously it helps if your parents are supportive. And I was very, very lucky in that, you know, my mother was very, very supportive. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that sounds promising. Amazing. Well, thank you. I think um, I think it's probably time to, to head to bed yeah, in a minute, we, to be honest, because yeah, it's a school day tomorrow. Night, so, um, We've hit yeah. the eight o'clock. We can flip to the Zoom camera to see us all in the room. Mrs. Wigley is... But kind of behind uh, Lula May's head, if you wave from where you are. See that little hand? Just behind Hello. the modular. That's <laughs> a waving modular. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so, so much, Dean. That was absolutely amazing. Big love in the chat, please. Awesome. And Dean is actually the winner of the quiz. Oh, I forgot to ask. Absolutely. Yes. <gasps> he has two and a half points. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> amazing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right, night night everyone. See you next week. Bye. Nice Happy talking birthday, to you. Happy birthday, Lula May. Yeah, thank you so much. Happy birthday, Bye. Lula May. Bye. <laughs>
Oh, says poor Mrs. Wiggly stuffed in the corner, says Ken oh. Lewis. I don't know how much space she has over that end of the room. <laughs> now I do. <laughs> you do now, everything's cleared I out. I do have space now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Right, let me clear this. Um, I'm going to put on one of your tracks just so we can take a... Thank you so much for that as well. Well done for winning. Um, amazing <laughs> advice. Uh, so we can just clear down and have a listen to your tune as well um, to get that going. There are a whole ton of links um, as well available in uh, that will be underneath this shortly but I'm going to paste the web store link for Electronic Sounds just so that you can go and see the patches to start with if anyone does actually want to go and check those out we'll put everything else underneath and I'll paste them later uh, but this is the link to Electronic Sounds for the patches and everything that uh, we were being discussed earlier there's also a Patreon page an Instagram a Facebook a Twitter and all sorts of stuff um, you do a lot of live streaming as well on, on YouTube so I, I used you to were, do a bunch more I'm not really doing so much these days why is that did you find too much work or, or not well i mean or? for for me personally i get really nervous before the live streams mm-hmm. um i i did um i did a live stream every sunday um during uh 2021 i think it oh, was wow. um like literally every single sunday um and it's, it's it's not always easy for me to come up with like um new content um, or like things to teach per se. I mean, I do have a limit to the things that I know and sort of kind of at the end of it, it a, a lot of it was just like hanging out and making music in real time. Um, but to be honest with you, um, I make music pretty slowly, like when I'm writing on my own. And I sort of thought that the live streams were maybe getting a little bit, you know, tedious as I didn't have just an unlimited, you know, fountain of information right. to share. So I just sort of started winding that down now i'm doing it only if i have something like specific to share you know i'm not i'm not wow. live streaming just to, like let's hang out and write some music you know Cause I, I mean they I, were incredible though they were like day-long streams and stuff yeah I, I i i have a tendency to do like really long streams like um when i when i'm writing on my own um w- when i'm like starting to write a piece i'll spend like three, four, five hours on that very first session trying to get the, the, the base of what I'm working on to be like as clean and perfect and polished as I can so that when I come back to it, there's a solid foundation in which to work. Like if I come back to a project that's like doesn't sound very good and isn't mixed or doesn't have like the mojo or whatever, mm. it's really difficult for me to get back into that. So I find that my initial session's with like starting a project can typically be quite long and so when i would be writing from scratch on the live streams a lot of times it would just be me continuing to go and go and go and if problems came up i would just try to fight through those problems you know the same way that i would do if i was writing on my own here um but I get to a point when I'm writing on my own where it's like that first session has to end sometime. I don't typically finish something in the first session. And that kind of made the YouTube streams a little bit difficult as well for me because I kind of would have a difficult time maybe judging when it was appropriate to end the session as well. And I just keep going and working (laughs) because that's what I I, do. I mean, you know, when I'm on my own in here. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can completely imagine that as well. Completely. Cause you don't, you just, yeah, no, completely. Um, you can't abstract the live streams from kind of working in the first place. Otherwise you get nothing done anyway. So, wow. I mean, they were amazing though. They were absolutely amazing. 
Uh, I'm really I got, professional. I got a lot together. of stuff um, sh like shared of the knowledge of things that I do have, and I'm mm -hmm. really proud of that. I really wanted to do longer sessions than just 20 minute videos because you can't get like connectivity and routing and stuff like that. You can't teach those kind of things in like 20 minutes. And I really wanted yeah. to teach people like, here's how we set something up, here's how we start writing something, here's what the intention is behind it, here's what the intention is to do like later, here's some possibilities that we could do with this along the way i mean i i really just like to try to get people fired up and as enthusiastic about making music as as i am because this is like what i do i don't have other hobbies this is like it for me yeah, i'm yeah. just really really passionate about you know what i do <laughs> it's totally catching though as well and you do it works it really does work i hope I mean, so i, find you I hope inspiration. so i always you know even just chatting in messenger groups with you it's like such an inspiration everything is positive you know, practical, though, it's not like everything's always great. It's just like, you know, but if you work through it, you know, and you, you give it that positive. Yeah, I have problems with the gear as much as everybody else, you know, but you just work through it. That's just exactly it. You wow. know, if something comes up, you just work through that. You know, you take one thing at a time. Well, let's take a listen to uh, this is a live jam oh, cool. from February 2022. Uh, that it says it was a it was the first take actually so and this is another thing you're really good at actually the, the live jam stuff I come from that is the good. thing as a as a drummer Oops. you know sorry because before it's okay because before you know really before electronica I was just you know drumming in live bands so I spent a lot of years like performing and trying to do that kind of thing <laughs> wow. Just, just brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. Okay, so uh, here is your here is your live take.
goodness me my goodness me how about that can i just give a shout out to the hardware jams facebook group that that jam was was a, a jam that i did specifically um for the hardware jams facebook group and i just want to say like what an inspiration that group has been to me personally um they do a, a weekly challenge where they give you like you know a little bit of a guideline to get started to you know do a jam hopefully get some inspiration bought and do something right and make something and then you got you know friday saturday and sunday to make a live performance a live jam right and then on monday they do a show where they play a, a live stream where they play back all of those live performances and it's such a great community where you've got a weekly reason to get inspired to get off your butt and actually make something you've got a group of people that are going to hang out together who've all done that same thing on the the monday stream through show so you've got a whole bunch of like-minded people that just went through what you went through if you're not like you know used to creating live jams or if you need help um you know getting your gear sorted all that good stuff it's just such a great community and it's inspired me to get off my butt and do something on like several several occasions i definitely suggest checking them out if you've got hardware of any kind it doesn't have to be a big room full of gear if you've got any kind of hardware at all and you like jamming with it or you want to maybe learn how to get better at jamming with it check out the hardware jams facebook group absolutely 100 percent of which inky is a as a prime mover within but she's always the first person to say there's more than that involved with that but it is it's incredible and very very hard to do as well although it really doesn't matter what kind of standard you are it's literally just uh you know you get the idea on the friday you make something in over the weekend exactly as dean describes and there's a stream through on tuesday on monday Monday. On Mondays. It's Mondays. such a great community. There's people of all skill levels and people of all, you know, gear levels as well. And it's not a competition. It's not an ego trip. It's just a bunch of like-minded people having fun together. It's really, re and encouraging each other. 
which I think is really important these days. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And a lot of people in the chat uh, are part of that whole thing as well. Yeah. So if Damn you're watching fam. on uh, on Twitch or you're new to the whole thing or you're watching on Catch Up, pop over there. Just search Hardware Jams on Facebook and that will take you to uh, uh, you know where you need to go and it'll give you all the details of absolutely everything. And it's, it's such a fun, fun thing to do. Whether you've just got one box, I, I did one with just a, a TR8 and a little synth, you know, or you could have masses of stuff or whatever. It's, but it, the point is it's live. You don't get the chance to tweak everything. You do it live. It takes five minutes. And if you haven't done it in the five minutes, I guess you could do it again and again if you wanted to. But that's the point. It's not going to take up your entire day. As long as you've got everything plugged in and you press go, there's no going back and actually kind of <laughs> producing it. And when I realize, because I'm like, how can you possibly do it? Oh, I'm very perfectionist in what I try I to do. I am as well. I do a lot of preparation. I mean, for sure. There's de definitely different levels to how people approach these jams. I know some people full on just turn the gear on literally make a pattern or two press play and then hope for the best i'm a little bit more structured than that and i need to have like maybe two or three patterns minimum kind of programmed out that i can play around with in the jams but i think the the beauty part is that you know when you're actually you know doing the performance you can feel that that energy you know what i mean not not when you're doing it i mean of course you you know feel it when you're doing it but i mean when you're watching the other people you know perform back yeah. there's that underlying um kinship because we all just went through that same thing you yeah know? it it's it's a lot more difficult than people realize like setting up a camera uh, getting the shot i um, mean doing all those things and if you haven't done those things it all seems like well you, you would just do that but it's actually a whole lot harder than that and so even just the fact that we've all kind of gone through that experience sort of sorts bringing that group of people together as well. 100%. 100%. Yeah, Inky's, Inky's right. So the aim is to do it in one take after you've made it. Now, that could be exactly as Dean says, switch it on and go. It could be, oh, I'm going to, you know, prepare everything first. And uh, the longer jams that get posted in there, which aren't necessarily the, the ones that you get for the weekend, it's, it's more about uh, finding the parts of the performance which really work, you know. And I, I, I misunderstood that in the past with the live, the whole live jam thing. It's like people will listen to something you've made and go, do you know that bit, that bit around about three minutes in, that was really cooking. And it wasn't the fact that the two minutes in, you were going, oh, it's all out of time or it's atrocious, you know. The fact is that you're you're hitting high spots throughout your jam sure, rather than absolutely. producing this perfect, you know, 20 minutes or half an hour or two hour, you know, experience. So uh, Tony Duncan's saying lots of prep. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Lots of prep for me too. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I, pro I I think I'm probably more, you know, heavy on the prep than a lot of people because I I am trying to get it to sound good at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, well it, it works. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Grace Griffin, the wonderful Grace Griffin. I love doing hardware jams because of all the perfectionist stuff goes by the wayside, and one gets on with creating and having some fun. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I when I finally realized that, that you know you could be less perfectionist about this whole thing suddenly it's a weight off your mind you think oh, actually yeah it doesn't matter just get it out get it out you still end up being a bit perfectionist but yeah it just sure gets out sure just like gets i have out. a thing where i almost always blow the ending of my jams like i just get nervous <laughs> and i kind of forget what to do and bungle and and that's kind of like a running joke for me as well like i don't let it get me down i just find it humorous you know i kind of lean into that oh did he get it this time oh all right <laughs> 
Oh, fantastic. Uh, if there are questions for the, the amazing Dean Daughters, and we are so lucky to have him because um, with his, all this streaming going on, he, he wasn't going to come on for a while. Uh, honestly, he's a busy man. He is brilliant. Uh, please fire away. Uh, yeah, I'll be happy to answer any questions if I can. With a big Q at the front, if mm -hmm. you can, makes it easier to spot. But uh, also, Inky will try and pull them out. And the mods will try and pull them out if we miss them. Uh, there's one in from Grid Mode, who says, "Any any major tech or hardware advancement that has helped your workflow during your whole career, Dean? That's quite well, a big one." Um, see, the thing for me, this is going to be a long answer. So, um, the thing for me is that I started out in the '90s. Um, because I, I, I will get around to that, to answering specifically mm. that. But I started in the 90s, and back then there was no computers. You know, it was hardware only. Um, and so it was like, you know, work your butt off at your crappy, uh, you know, uh, low-paying job and save up for a few months and get that one new piece of gear, you know, learn it, learn it, learn it while you're saving up for the next piece of gear. Um, and so I, I was all hardware for like, gosh, at least the first 10 years of what I was doing, like hardware sequencers, hardware everything, because there was no computers to do it like we have now. Um, but uh, in the early 2000s, I started getting into doing stuff on computer. And the more I got into doing stuff on the computer, the less I started doing stuff with hardware. And I eventually sold off all of my hardware that I had until I was 100% in the box. And I would say at that time, what really, really changed was the existence of YouTube and the ability to actually just go out, research any part, any little details and parts of the production process that I wanted to do. Again, back in the 90s, there was no, no internet. And if your friend knew how to do something you didn't know how to do, that was a highly guarded secret. And producers mm -hmm. that I was friends with did not share production secrets among each other so the tool that really opened thing up for me the tech or hardware advancement it was freaking youtube that was the answer people suddenly went from clamming up and holding everything back to being famous and well known for sharing the information and i got on that and i just learned as much as i could possibly learn for gosh, I don't know, five to 10 years, right? And yeah. I was just working every day. And as much as I was making, I was also learning. I spent as much time watching more tutorials about how to do the things that I was actually doing than doing it. And I think that's really key these days as well. So many people are like, well, I can write a song. I got my shit together. I know everything I need to know. And they're not watching tutorials. They're not learning about new stuff. I mean, you don't have to have new stuff to make great stuff, but you need to know what you're doing. And you need to always be trying to learn new stuff, right? I mean, I'm not Skrillex. I'm not the guy who's like, I know everything. I just want to learn everything. So for me, it's YouTube. YouTube is the most important thing that's come around to me in the past you know 20 years and just the ability to learn it just put in the hours and learn it <laughs> it's so true you, I mean I forget I forget even when I was doing professional sessions like literally five six days a week uh, really top top of my game you know going out doing that stuff you never met other programmers because they were all working for other people you'd never right. have two programmers coming in right so you'd very I mean occasionally you'd get to take over someone else's job because it went over over 
um, the time scales or someone couldn't finish the job or something. Um, and you'd be able to see what samples they'd use because they'd have had to have left their S1000 rack set up <laughs> or something, you know. Um, but, but yeah, there's very little knowledge sharing. And you were very protective of some of the stuff that was there, you know. And um, back in those days, too, always in the back of my mind, there was always this old school concept that it's okay if you don't know everything because yeah. you'll go into a studio and you'll work with yeah. the people who know those <laughs> things. Know. Yes. But slowly that just sort of went away. And now if you do want to do stuff, you're not going into a studio and you do need to learn how to do it all yeah. yourself. Yeah. And there's just so much to learn, you know. And there'll always be someone, but I'm a, I'm a great believer. I see the budgets are the limiting, the limiting, the limiting factors these time. But you know, it is better to get an engineer to engineer. It is better to get a mastering engineer to. I tell, stuff, I but, say this know. all the time. These people went to school mm. for years for that. We we can't. We're expected to know all of these things <laughs> now. But back in the day, you know, a mastering engineer, he went to school and he studied just that just that for you not producing not mixing not playing saxophone just mastering you know what i'm saying yeah. there's not enough hours in the day for us to learn everything it's, it's that incredible isn't it? i remember when i first now. met um got richard the mastering engineer he was the first mastering engineer i ever met because i'd never been involved in the music business after the tape had left the studio and then it came out on thing you'd buy it in the shops or whatever. Um, and the master, oh, it's master. What is that then? And there's this guy in this room with, with stuff and he makes it all sound better. And he'll make your crappy stuff sound, sound great. Better. So it's okay. It's yeah, okay. It's but good. really. And I'm like, why would you do that? I, I said, it's a great thing, right? And then he said, yeah, but the real thing is that, you know, if, if we get to do an album, right, you're going to give me 10 songs from various studios. You know, it's my job to make them all sound like the same album to start with. Oh. But in the process of doing that, I'm going to make them sound better. And, uh, and I said, oh, I got to get and it And cohesive, now. yep. Um, and I was like, but it's not very interesting doing that, is it? And he said, well, you know, it's well, I love it. You know, you may think, I, I think some of the, your stuff is boring. How can you sit in the studio for four nights in a row to make this when I've just, you know, it sounds awful. That's what my job is. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, you've got a point, you know. Um, but it is it is strange. It is strange. And, I mean, the AI plug-in stuff makes things still sound a bit better. You know, they can always be improved on now. Yeah, but it yeah. is weird how... I do use Ozone 9. I do use yeah. it maybe, like... I don't know. It depends. If I'm not happy with what I've recorded on, like whatever I'm doing in a live jam, I will absolutely try to run it through yeah. Ozone. I'll I'll use their mastering assistant. I'll see what suggestions yeah. it makes. Maybe I can go back to my original mix and make some totally. of those EQ changes. You know. Yeah. No, it is good. And the tens just come out. I haven't had a chance to look at it properly. I haven't either. Yeah. It's that plus. I think. Uh, Gaz was saying it's really good. I think he does most of his mastering work using it. I think. Um, but no, it's, uh, I don't know, it's so weird that it used to be Frank Sinatra in one take in a room because you only had one take, so you had all the orchestra and you, you just had to have a brilliant singer yeah, to get the yeah, tune absolutely. done. And the everything else would be supported. needed has yeah, definitely exactly. changed over the years. But, but they were just good at singing, you know, so they had right, the songwriting exactly. team, they had the projection, the engineer, the orchestra, the conductor, the this. arranger, all experts in their own field, this, right? right here, well, yes, exactly. a team of experts behind that person. <laughs> and then it's gradually but, moved to singer-songwriter, mm -hmm. what, you write your own songs? to i made this yep. <laughs> in my bedroom you know and now and, and now you stuff. have to promote it too yeah, exactly and give it away yeah <laughs>
Yeah. You're not gonna I don't buy know. At, it. At, at, at the end, at the end of the day, I, I really, I really identify with anybody who still does this. I know exactly how much time it takes to write music and to put music. I know how much time it takes to try to market your stuff. I know how it's very difficult to get views and plays when like a meme of a puppy gets like a thousand likes, right? I understand mm. <laughs> all of that, okay? And I have a really big, you know, like place in my heart for anybody who still does this on the live streams you know where we're all performing look at the chat it's us in the chat okay yeah. it's it's us okay we're doing this for each other we're a big family of people who love this and still do this okay i try to get as many new people into our scene as i can by sharing my enthusiasm but at the end of the day you know i think it's a lot of just us doing this for us these days you know well said well said. I mean, what we're seeing in the UK is this emergence of the Emom nuts, yes. which I'm sure is picking up everywhere, which is electronic music open mic. And it's like, take your stuff and go and play for 10 minutes. And, and yeah. that is bringing outside people in, you know, in the same way that they might go to an open mic singer songwriter night. And, and it's getting a real thing. And also the size of these things, you know, your, your stream, this stream in its own little small way, you know, all of them are they do share an audience which is gradually kind of getting bigger i think it's so. a family though too and yeah. that's one of the things that i really love about it like i i i was really reluctant to sort of change over from like I, i'm a really kind of introverted person believe it or not and i have a really hard time being on camera and doing live streams and stuff but you know when I sort of changed all of that and started being more public with the whole YouTube thing, I mm -hmm. really feel like it, it, it's it's like a family. It's like it's 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 like a home. You know what I mean? And like I really feel like this is my my space. You know, like my community. I love this community. I love yes. these people. Yes, yes, it's home. It's it's it yeah. is really really home. Okay, there's a whole ton of um, of questions. Oh, okay. There's also uh, a poignant one here from Will Joseph. Can Dean tell us a little about his event next Saturday, which is which is very important to uh, to plug and to talk about. So I will grab the um, flyer for it as well. Whilst you tell us a little bit about. All right. What's yeah. Going thanks on. for asking, Will. I you know I been in so many shows now and so many streams with so many other performers and it just sort of hit me a few months ago like why don't i select like some of these really great performers and ask people if 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 they'll do a show with me and, and we can put something together um something where it's not a focus on me it's not a focus on teaching where something where it's a focus on the music and not my music but other people's music and i really wanted to put something together that was inclusive and I think really representative of the community as well. So I've got, it's not just a big sausage fest like it is a lot of the time. I know that's maybe not politically correct to say, but let's be real. You know, we all know that this scene is very male dominated. You know what I mean? So like I went out of my way. I've got female performers that are going to be on the show. This is going to be a really special, special event. I'm not performing. It's not about me. It's about these other people that I'm bringing to the table to share with everybody else. 
We're going to do some live prize giveaways during the stream as well. Um, so there's lots of reasons. Come for the music. Stay for the dope prizes. You might win a free gift certificate to Perfect Circuit or free sound packs from Electronic Sounds or like free plugins for your iPad from Eventide or free plugins for your desktop from Audio Modern. It's going to be an awesome stream. It's going to be a great time. We're just going to be hanging out and listening to some really great music. I can't wait to share these performances with everybody. I've got a lot of them, most of them in already. It's going to be a fantastic show. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. You got a big up. That's the top, the best elevator pitch I think I've ever heard. <laughs> it's gonna be brilliant, and I still owe you my track for it as well, which has been uh, on my mind all day. We got day. time. So we got time. I know, I know we got time. I can't keep you waiting. Uh, the only thing missing from there is the uh, is the channel, isn't it? So we need the. I, I linked uh, a video on your channel earlier. Um, let me just go. It's on. It's on the Electronic Sounds YouTube channel, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Cool. Absolutely. Let me just paste that in so we will get that link directly to the channel because it's uh, obviously on the same as the uh, the video that we showed earlier. And I will pop that in the channel, the chat. So here is the, the link. Yeah, it's just Electrona Sounds Audio on YouTube. There you go. So get in there, subscribe. Yeah, I'm really excited Dean already for that has. One. Oh, actually, you're very close to 15. Yeah, I'm subscribers. really, really close. I'm kind of like subconsciously hoping that maybe we might hit wow. that 15,000 during next week's stream. Like it could right. happen. It could if happen. If you haven't subbed, people, we're very good at increasing people's subs, but it does, <laughs> it does depend on on how close you are. Electronic Sounds Audio, yeah, 15k subs would be amazing. So um, pop on over there, hit the hit the subscribe, hit the notifications button, and do come and have a look at the stream uh, that we were just uh, picking up a moment ago i'm going to be on it but loads of better people than me are also going to be on it it's uh, going to be it a is. blast with some really great performers i can't wait to share with you guys is it your birthday no no my birthday was actually last month ah, i just okay. turned 49 i'm going to try to do something big for my 50th, 50th. birthday yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. i don't know i gotta try to plan something for that i feel wow Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, also, go and check out while you're there. Consider joining Hardware Jams on Facebook. So go and go check them out because obviously that, that's the same kind of group of people. So go check them if you search Hardware Jams on Facebook. That's the thing. You know, you ask a lot of questions in some of these other, you know, Facebook groups or Facebook communities. And, you know, not, not everyone's real, you know, polite or friendly at all if you get my mm. drift. But the mm. Hardware Jams community is really just a friendly and supportive community to so be positive. in. So yeah. positive. So, so positive. So positive. I also, the URL that um, Piero, the Acid Clown, runs, uh, Mark Gardner as well. That's another one. So go go check them out. You are, in fact, if you go to clownfest.live, that's probably where the, everything kind of hangs out now for the Clownfest sessions mm -hmm. and for the URL as well. So go check them. Let's go and check out uh, some of these questions that have been in. If you've yeah, got yeah, more... Sure. Uh, pop them in the chat. There's a, there's a, we've done the major tech or hardware, which is YouTube. I think that's a brilliant answer, actually, the fact that you could actually learn from YouTube. I learned yeah. about side Well, that's the thing is that I didn't actually finish that thought because um, I had mentioned how I had sold off all my hardware and gone to the computer only, but Ooh. people are looking behind me and going, what the hell are you talking about? But see, that's just it. 
once I learned all that stuff on YouTube, like really, really got in there. Let's like how to use compressors, how to EQ properly, mm-hmm. how to get my own mastering going, all that stupid tech stuff that takes so much time to learn. Once I really got a grasp on that stuff that I didn't have to begin with, it gave me a way different approach to the hardware that I wasn't wasn't able to bring to it previously. And I was always really, really grateful for that, that extra bit of learning um, that I was able to get for free on YouTube to really help me come to grips with my hardware in a way that I wasn't when I was hardware only and didn't know half of these things. That is, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, absolutely. I, I learned so much stuff that I'd kind of been bluffing my way through because I, I bluffed my way into studios originally and kind of learned. All right. Yeah, whatever just, it takes. <laughs> exactly. You just watch watch other engineers, you know. Sure. You, you, only, you only need to watch something once and it's locked in your head, you know, and you work out what's going on. But things like side chaining. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, yes, huge important the, things. You know, the, oh, well, okay, now I see how that can work really neatly on the kick drums and stuff. But And, and also, you know, subtlety and just loads of stuff you know mm-hmm. it's very easy to kind of tick the box oh let's let's put a high pass filter across everything and then it's you know blah blah bang 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 it's all done but then you realize the mixing is more about creating space rather than you know it's just all about watching the youtubes and there is never the right you know there's never one way of doing anything don't That's just, just watch it. one i go. like to watch the same concept taught by a few different exactly. people i exactly. kind of take what floats to the surface on there and kind of absorb that and just yeah. leave the rest because you yeah. know we're all different but the information seeps through you know take your own sprinkle on the whole thing yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> okay uh, uh one a lighter one from andrew brooks why the pink patch cable oh. so cool but i'd get confused yes i love <laughs> this question and see the thing is is i'm really from the 80s you know what i'm saying i'm not <laughs> young and around like 1986 1987 I was really formidable, you know, youth guy. I was like, what, 12 or something. And I was cruising around the streets of San Francisco in junior high school. That's where I lived uh, in those years. And what was really in in San Francisco at that time was frigging neon. Everything was neon. If you were a break dancer, you had neon yellow laces in your shoes. You had neon <laughs> hat or something, right? Um, and so, like, uh, the bicycles, like, you go to, like, look – Look it up, GT, Pro Performer. It's hot pink. It's neon pink. This was like the coolest thing ever at that time. And I was really formidable. And I'm uh. like, man, this stuff is cool. I'm th- Oh, man. And so it kind of went away. And I hadn't thought about it for a very long time. And when I started picking out cables to use for Eurorack, and I got a set of those hot pink cables, I was just like taken back to the 80s immediately. And I was like, this makes me feel something. I'm into this. It's pink cables for me. I'm down. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. I just, I just found sort of, a... It sort of reminds me where I come from in a weird, geeky way. I just found a, a, a GT Pro performer. I used to be there really into like skateboarding and, you know, yeah, bicycle yeah, yeah, yeah. freestyle back in the 80s when I didn't have a bad back. And yeah, yeah, this was like the coolest thing. Like, it was like so <laughs> hot pink. If you had one of these, man, you could get ladies. You know what I mean? <laughs> I never had one. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, it, yeah, you just touched on it, but you, you had to stop drumming because of a back yeah, injury. Yeah, I mean, right? uh, drums for me, it, it spoke to me as a child. I started drumming when I was about five. Um, 
I drummed through junior high school. Uh, I got in bands in high school and started performing, like hard rock bands, like, you know, really, you know, doing that thing. Everybody was into Metallica at the time. Nobody mm-hmm. gave a crap about alternative music and the town I was living in in high school. So I was playing heavy metal drums and really going for it. Um, and I really love playing the drums. I love rhythm. I love everything about it. But, you know, over the years, it's like you're just sort of, I mean, I don't mean to, to, to say anything negative about drummers, okay? But at the end of the day, you're just sort of, you know, making beats for other people's music, you know? And that kind of, I really wanted to do more of like my, my own thing, per se. Um, and the, the person that I was making electronic music with at that time, with like a Roland S50 and a, a Roland TR505, um, he started teaching me how to do electronic stuff and how to use that gear. And I was like, this is really like, this is pulling me like way more than being in a, like a rock band gotcha. is kind of pulling me yeah. so we just sort of went off on the electronic side of things i think that's also important too if you can find even just one friend locally that you can actually get together with like another human being and kind of learn some stuff and experience some stuff together especially yeah. in the beginning that's really really helpful it's, it's, it's a lot different than you going whoo this is cool like on yeah. your own you know when you're like man this is great and someone else is like yeah this is cool you kind of you sort of feed off each other and maybe get those yeah. you know it's different than collabing over the internet you know what i mean a hundred percent we've said kind of that that stuff before in yeah. a weird way in a very positive way it's also important for someone to go man that's whack yeah because <laughs> you can for go sure. off on the for wrong sure. on the Absolutely. wrong tip completely you, you do need someone to keep you in check yeah and and and, and you <laughs> your check is is that that you play it to someone and you realize, oh, man, I went off on the wrong track on that. It's like playing it to the A&R guy or to your girlfriend or to sure, your boyfriend sure. or whatever. You listen to it instantly with a different pair of ears. With a different going, pair of ears oh, completely, you yeah. You know what? It's really not that good. It's not as good as I thought it was, isn't it? You know, and some, if you're working together, you can just laugh at each other quite a yep. lot. And go, or just go, oh, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. That will inspire me because you hear mm-hmm. that track from so-and-so. And it's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a, it speeds everything up a lot, I I've think. Heard, if you, I've heard a lot of stories about, like, drum and bass producers from back in, like, those days living in the UK and whatnot, like, sharing a flat with their buddies and having one set of gear and having kind of, like, somebody on that gear. Oh. all day like somebody would be on the gear in the morning somebody would be on the gear at nice. night somebody would be on the gear over here but they would all sort of work together as almost like a collective of producers yes. trying to learn from each other yes. that always sounded like really interesting to me you know yeah like a shift like, you like know shift. <laughs> <laughs> okay tony duncan uh do you have a live show coming well, you we have the weekend. Have next next weekend, yeah, we have the big live show coming. Absolutely, and Tony's going to be in the show. I'm going to go ahead and just spoil oh. it. Tony's going to be in the show. You guys definitely want to tune in. Wow. Well, Tony's just, got I've, a I've big already following. got Tony's performance in. I've seen it. You guys definitely don't want to miss this show. Wow. No, cool. Because Tony, Tony's another. I mean, he's obviously been a guest on here. He's a mod on here as well. It just his his evolution over the last three years has Absolutely. just been insanely brilliant yeah. i mean like where did that come from yeah, tony and i tony and i are actually in a, a a chat group of friends that push each other on the daily to do better work to do more work you know we bounce our work off of each other's we're not necessarily wow. collabing all the time but we're always bouncing ideas off mm, of each other mm. and again keeping each other in check like you just said 
Yeah, no, it's working. It's working. What a fantastic, fantastic. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Really looking forward yeah, to it's that. It's really great to watch the journey of somebody else as yeah. well. If you can't get happy for like somebody else doing well, like you got to rewind and, and like, check that theory. Because like, you know what I'm saying? It's awesome to watch other people get better yeah, totally. as well. With Tony, especially, especially if you're think, on the same team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was a switch to, to from hardware into Ableton, I think. Yeah, really, he, was, went, was he, went as, he was an iPad producer when I met him. Yeah. And now he's an Ableton producer and just popping just, out some amazing quality amazing, yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And he met the vocalist. No, check him out. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, what's the name of the band? That, uh, he's uh, He's uh, in a band called Electronaut. Uh, Electronaut and he also does a solo project, which is Rancid Poets. It's Rancid yeah, Poets that Rancid I've heard a lot Poets, of uh, through um, the URL stuff, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, brilliant, Tony. Thank you for that. Uh, Rabid Bat, what's your Desert Island setup? Three or four Ooh, pieces man. of gear. I would say, <laughs> like, these. I, a year ago, I, before I got to play, I would have said it's the Digitact. And I still love the Digitact. Don't get me wrong. The Digitact is fantastic. Um, but it has so much in common with the play in that they're both, um, you know, eight-track machines. Um, they'll play eight tracks of samples. You can put more than one sample on the same track, just like, you know, both machines have that. And both machines have an external eight tracks of MIDI out to control your other gear. I'm just finding the play to be a little bit more um, sort of intuitive to work with because it's like on the screen in front of you like the mm -hmm. deluge is it's mm -hmm. a little it's like one click less menu divey rather um, than the digitact is yeah so it's that one tiny click more immediacy when i'm working with the play Wow. so right now i would say the play and if i got to take two things it'd probably be the play the digitact and all my samples you know my <laughs> my sample catalog you know <laughs> what about synth little little mono synth or a little synthy thing or is it all sample based now i mean see that's the thing is that um you know i do i i love synths but i i love synths to sample them and put them in a sampler really <laughs> yeah. i mean <laughs> um one of the reasons why um that workflow is though is because um back in the day when i was all gear and it was all just a room full of gear um it was all being controlled by like one MIDI sequencer and you had to turn everything on if you wanted to yeah. do anything. And if you wanted to do another project, you had to break everything down. And um, I got uh, a sampler back in the 90s, brand new. It had just come out from Yamaha, the Yamaha SU700. And by today's standards, it's like so bad of a sampler that it's like unusable it basically makes one long pattern and you can kind of mute and unmute tracks if you want but right that sort of was pretty much the workflow we were using back then with the gear just unmuting and muting things so i started recording everything in to that one box and then i was suddenly producing instead of just right. working with a whole room full of gear all the time um and so that that really stuck with me. Um, I think that's how a lot of people are using Ableton, you know, with the hardware, just recording little bits here and there, and yeah. uh, you know, putting them yeah. in. Um, but yeah, I, if if I had to pick my favorite synthesizer, that's easy. It's the Virus Dark Star. I it oh. does it does anything I want it to do, and it just sounds amazing. Um, I also have a, a Hydra synth back here though mm -hmm. that is just ridiculously magical, and I did. Um, 
pre-order the new Arturia Mini, Mini Freak. Freak, which I'm really excited to get a hold of yeah. because I don't have um, the Micro Freak, so I don't have any experience with that at all yet. So that'll be totally new to me. It's meant to be. Everything I've heard about it is lovely. It's a great size. Mini keys, but I don't really yeah. care about that. I, I, mean, I have small hands. I'm not worried exactly. about the mini keys. Exactly. Not, <laughs> when I, mean, I started hearing the presets of um, the Mini Freak from the Loop Op demo, I didn't get through very many before. I'm like, I just want to use those yeah. sounds. I just want to yeah. use those sounds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you've got, you know, big, big master keyboard, lots of octaves, big keys perfect but small yeah. one you know you're only going to play little chords and stuff and yeah i agree i agree what a lovely a lovely sounding thing sure. uh going to be a massive success i think that one i really, think so really too good. yeah really really good um so that was rabid bat hopefully that answers your question um on the uh poly and play front have there been an, an update software the wise thing, okay check this though because the, the, I could talk about this thing forever, but seriously, <laughs> check this out, okay? Because this is, this is I, I don't have another box that got this kind of an update. It's really cool that most of the boxes I have are getting updates. That's mm. nothing like the 90s when there was no updates for anything. Uh, and if there was, you had to buy a new chip. There was certainly no downloading, <laughs> right? <laughs> but the PolyEnd Play in their brand new update, it can now render your track out. You can render the stems and it can render the sample. Now, some people may say, well, who cares? But imagine if you had a box that didn't render anything, yeah. right? And the only way you could get stuff out of it was literally plugging in some audio yeah, cables yeah. and recording those in. And then suddenly that box allowed you to render something in 100% pristine wow. accuracy, including the individual track stems so you can write like you can write oh that's one of the things i love about this each one of these little buttons can be a pattern and all i have to do is put the patterns in order and it will just play the patterns in order there's no song mode there's no extra right. menus there's no bullshit it's just put the patterns in order and press shift and play and it plays them in order so if you have a whole song in order you can render the whole song out stems now Eight stems come so right. So that stereo, is the beginning of your stereo stems. Oh, cool! Because it was mono to start you with. Can look, wow. it, the samples you put in it are still mono, right? But the stems that come out, full stereo. So you, I mean, that's a huge increased wow. functionality. Yeah. Write a whole song in it, yeah. and then load that whole song with the individual yeah. tracks into Ableton in like one click. That's magic. And that's the beginning of your production. That's not one of those let's sit down and make the track properly, properly kind of thing. Right. Which is so true from a lot of other boxes. Like, yeah, great jam. Now we're going to start recreating it or sampling it bit mm -hmm. by bit or whatever. Mm -hmm. This is you're getting it all that. Wow. Uh -huh. Wow, wow, wow. So, Fantastic. yeah, if you've got like 20 samples on each track, it's going to render everything. I tried it. It works. I mean, I tested it and everything. It's dope. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, I love Grace Griffin. One, one Lyra 8, one Mahusive power amplifier and a pair of waterproof speakers summon a school of whales or dolphins to take me back to civilization. <laughs> that is true. There's a lot you can do with a Lyra 8 in terms of whales. Anyway, um, how fantastic. Uh, there's a huge amount of people in the chat asking the same question. Mm. Um, and I think the first, well, first mention of it came from Inky, but it's so so many people are asking like you right. know, what a positive guy <laughs> fantastic all right well let's get can, can we get real for a minute i know you get real on wednesdays this yeah, is sunday true. you know that's fine it was real it was, it's after the, uh, <laughs> the the child's uh child zone as well you can get as real as you like but yeah i mean um i'm actually i'm actually um a manic depressive person uh i'm actually um a really really down 
person and I'm really hard on myself um, like all the time. And I sort of um, got, I don't know, I, um, I, I, I started drinking at an early age and I found a lot of comfort in drinking, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, back in like 19, uh, uh, like, uh, like 2003, rather, like um, my uh, my father and my stepmother, I lost them both at the same time oh, uh, so in a sorry. in a plane crash. My dad was a my oh, dad was goodness. a well, my dad was a pilot and he had his own plane. That was like his passion, you know, like how music is my passion. That was his mm. pa- passion, um, and so they 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 passed together in a plane crash, which kind of affected me. You know, pretty hard. I don't. I, I don't want to use that as like a as like a crutch to say. You know, no, I started drinking that's... more heavily at that time, but but I started drinking more heavily at that time. You know, um, and um, uh, electronic sounds. You know, was going pretty badly uh, for those years and, and whatnot. I was really, really, really struggling, mm-hmm. uh, just living in various apartments, trying to pay the rent and whatnot, um, and. Uh, I don't know, it was maybe like five years or so after my father passed, um, I was like absolutely like a full-fledged, all-day alcoholic drinker. I was, you know, drinking like all day, uh, every day, like heavy drinking, like just vodka from the bottle. I mean, oh just, my gosh. just just drinking. That was how I sort of managed my life at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't really making any money and I wasn't really getting any sales at Electronic Sounds and the internet was new sort of when I was trying to figure out, you know, how I could sort of change my workflows and, and sort of take advantage of this. And, and and what I found while exploring the internet in those days uh, was I found uh, for the first time uh, the illegal download scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found out where my stuff had been going for the past 15 fucking years. <sighs> Um, basically, into oh, the pockets man. of the illegal downloaders, and I found one website in particular, which which listed how many times my, my products had been downloaded, and this was one website out of hundreds of illegal download websites had these numbers, and they had every single product that I had ever released, including products that even at that time were so old that I had discontinued them and we're not selling them. We're embarrassed of them. You know, my early work, this is shit. Don't buy this. And so everything I had ever made ever was on this website for illegal download. And I started, I I lost my mind because I didn't know of this kind of thing existing. This was back in like very, like very late nineties, early two thousands. And I started doing some math uh, to these download numbers as to how much money like I would have made maybe if these were sales. Now at that time, I wasn't really making a lot of sales of my own and most of my sales were coming from third-party distributors who were giving me like 50% of the sales or whatnot. So I was really um, low measuring like how much potential income like I'm not making here, right? Yeah. And I literally got to $45 million worth of, <gasps> worth of illegal downloads on this one website alone and there are literally hundreds of illegal download websites and i kind of lost my mind because i really wasn't making sales and i couldn't pay the bills and i couldn't pay my rent and we were on like 
food stamps and yeah 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 it was yeah, pretty rough yeah. you know and yeah, so absolutely no a couple find, of people sorry so, just <laughs> saying that um that they wouldn't convert into sales yeah of course they wouldn't be 45 million pounds of the sales but they would not. have been substantial of course not i would have taken a couple wow. of thousand dollars in those days <laughs> exactly. of extra sales yeah and so exactly. that sort of it sort of pushed me over the edge into a really dark place and i i just you know i was just drinking and 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 working and just putting you know putting the days together but um you know really you know being horrible human being to myself at that mm. time and I, I i was an alcoholic um like just really awful just lost all hope basically by the end of all of that um by the by the end of of, of that sort of chapter in my life you know um i was and i'll admit this here you know i don't have anything to hide per se mm. but i was literally just 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 dying in the guest bedroom of, of the house that we were living in Man. i wasn't working and i wasn't doing anything i was just slowly dying um and i had given up on on everything um at wow. that time i don't i don't I, I honestly don't know what it was inside me at that time that made me pull out of that sort of existence. I, I, I think it was, you know, watching, you know, the effect that it was having on my wife, who at that time was also, you know, an alcoholic. Let's mm. be real, you know, you're not married and being an alcoholic on your own most of the time, you know. Um, but it was having a really big effect on her and you know she didn't know whether I was going to be alive when she would come home and it was it was oh. really 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 dark is what I'm trying to say but let's yeah. somehow yeah. somehow I found I found something inside of me that said that said you need to go on and and I I wasn't going to go on if I kept um up that for much longer mm. and I um I sort of realized that um that there wasn't anything coming to save me and that I was just going to die alone in this room if I didn't do something. And I really had an epiphany um, that, uh, you know, that I needed to stay here and I needed to change and I needed to change who I was and the way that I was looking at the world. Um, and so um, I actually, uh, you know, uh, I was like 44 years old at that time. Uh, I asked my mom for help. I, I I said, you know, I'm this is I'm I'm not going to make it. I I need help. You know, will will you help me? I reached out, um, and I was really lucky. And and my mom said, yes, you can just come stay with me, and I will help you. And it was that change of environment, you know. And and let's be real, you know, you're a 44 year old man, you know, staying with your mom, just really messed up, you know. And it's either this or or nothing. And and I took it, you know. I took that chance. I, I you know, I took that second chance. Um, and, uh, you know, um, I, I started going to meetings and I met with people who were exactly like me, who had the exact issues that I had. And um, it, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just a room of alcoholics talking about being alcoholics. It was um, something else um, and, 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 and a really powerful thing to... To meet other people um, who are, are are who who were who were um, as 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 hopeless as as you are, and 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 they're telling you you know you 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 stick to this and and you will get better and you can change and 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 your brain will change and you can find hope 
again. You know, when when you don't have any and there's and there's just nowhere to pull even a straw of hope, you know, and there's people who you really are identifying with and they tell you that you can get through. All you've got to do is just stick with it. You know, it took me 11 times to get sober. It took me 11 tries. I went to rehabs. I went to hospitals. I went to detox centers. I was a real alcoholic. I'm still a real alcoholic. Um, but I'm a sober alcoholic and I haven't had a drink in over eight years. And I, I took that as a refreshed, you know, lease on life. And I took that energy that I got back from getting sober and I poured it into electronic sounds with, with everything that I have, with everything that I have, because this is the only thing at the end of the day that meant anything to me enough to keep going. This is who I am. I'm, um... I can't really breathe right if I don't do this, and that's not small talk. This is who I am. This isn't what I like to do. This is who I am, and I get up every day, and I do this all day long until my wife comes home from work. I spend some time with her, and she goes to bed, and I come back in here, and I work some more, and and that's what we do, and that's how I get through, and I'm so grateful that I'm not that guy who's dead in the guest bedroom. I'm so grateful that I have a life and that I have a wife and that I have a home and that I have a place to be me and do what it is that I need to do. And I find, um, you know, great. I'm grateful every day, all day for the things that I have. I'm so grateful for where I am and for how, for what it's taken me to get here. Um, all I wanted, all I really want is for no one to feel like, like I feel. And so I try to bring a different light to the table. And I hope that people, you know, can, can take that energy and, you know, maybe find a better smile for their day, you know, because there was so many days that that's what I needed. And and that's why when people say I'm like the happiest guy and the most positive guy, it's because I don't have any other choice. Because the only other choice for me was dying in the guest bedroom as an alcoholic. Wow. I've come a long way from there. So I had to. you really have to change who you are. You have to change your way of thinking. And so I try to pres you know project that because it is possible. It's so possible to be a happy human being with uh, with the goals and 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 reasons to get up in the morning. It's it's you can you can go from that from nothing from just nothing to to this. You can yeah. do it. You know I I am fucking happy. I, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean that that's hard. Um, I, I didn't put anything else. Up from the chat whilst you were talking there is so many messages of um what the effect you have on others and and in general just so much positivity and so much respect and uh, from people doing it but so much of like you know you make a difference to my life and this attitude and the positivity and obviously there's some in the chat that are aware of your background like that and and the, the the difference that you're making every day to them is is huge as well you should go back through and check them after the stream it's just incredible but i would never have i knew some of your background because we've known each other for so long but i didn't know it, it got to the depths that you've just described 
um, and that it was so close to just ending. I mean, what a what a thing to be able to come back from. And to be fair, you know, this is a matter of years to go from absolute rock bottom to yes, what I it's see a lot is. of years. It's been about eight or nine years for me to get to this place. Absolutely stunning! What an amazing recovery and what amazing strength that you have within you to to pull it out. It's just just incredible, incredible to see. I really thank you so much for coming on and and thanks for having like me, sir. But honestly, it's that's that's just amazing for for people to go. Hey, where did you get? Why are you so positive? You know, and then you realise behind the positivity is this amazing recovery, this amazing depth to which you've dropped into. Um, all it's only it's only piracy, so bright. Yeah. It's only so bright here because I know how dark it is. You know what I'm be. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. How's your wife? Fantastic. Working as hard as ever. We just grind. That's all we're doing right now. I mean, I'm not getting any younger. Um, and I, I, you know, I love what I do. I love what I do. And I'm just so, so grateful every day that I get, that I get the opportunity to do this, mm. you know? Mm, and so absolutely. I, you know, this is what I'm meant to do. I, I know so many people who don't get that opportunity to do what they are meant to do. And mm. so if to, to be anything other than grateful at this point would be ridiculous. Absolutely, but you've turned it into a success as well, which is, you know, there are lots of people meant to do stuff. I'm willing to put in the work. I'm willing to put in the hours. I'm not afraid of, you know, 18-hour days, you know, to to get here. That's the other side of piracy, actually. People people don't don't know what it takes. They have no idea what it takes. Mm. No idea what it takes. (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Thank you so much. So so much! What an amazing human being, and and to share stuff like that here is is just in, incredible. Thank you. That's Absolutely. one of the only ways that you can be content with yourself. You have to let that ego go. You have to let it go. Mm. You have yeah. to let it go. It's not a comp. None of this is a competition. I don't consider. I used to. I used to feel it all a competition. And when I'm not better than other people, I used to feel bad. I'm not better than other people now. People make music that blows my shit away. And I love it. And I eat that up. That's inspiration. If you can't get off from somebody else just rocking it and doing awesome, then I feel super bad for you. You know what I mean? It's not a competition. There is no positivity to come out of that. It's not a competition. There will always be people (laughs) way ahead. You know, there will always be. 14-year-old kids with laptops making Who better kick drums Who are blowing away our mixed downs. <laughs> exactly. Or making better kick drums or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Because yes. they don't care. They just, yeah, you know. That was a shock when I was doing sessions. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm growing up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think other questions simply pale uh, into I'm happy to answer any questions. Stage. Any more questions in the chat? Please, please go for it. I mean, they're just full of love and adoration at the moment and marriage proposals from what I can <laughs> see. <laughs> it's married. Um, I think it's only fair uh, if this is possibly the last one. Um, you don't have to go into absolutely everything. Sure, but a sure. very broad question from Keith in Watford, who's an amazing guy. What pieces of kit has Dean got scattered about the room? The, thing, the, 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 the thing with me is that I'm um, like, I'm so 
disorganized, really. I really have to fight to be organized. Um, and I, I, as a sound designer, like I feel bad sometimes about the amount of gear that I have in here. I feel like people look at me and go, and maybe go, oh, you know, I don't have all that stuff. Like I, I can't, I'm not up to, you know, none of that's relevant. You know, mm. I make music sometimes on just an iPad. But as a sound designer and as someone who's selling sounds for a living, like I need a lot of ways to make sounds in here. I mean, I make a lot of sounds, okay? My sound bank for this has 12,000 sounds in it. I need a lot of sounds and ways to make sounds, okay? Um, but yeah, so I'm really into the Eurorack, and I've been having a blast checking that out on this side. Uh, I mean, on this, That's it? I mean... Yep. On this side over here, there's like more Eurorack, right? There's like wow. more Digitacs in here. Um, I have two Digitacs. I have two model samples so that I can make the sound banks for those and make sure they load into another one and do all mm -hmm. of that checking. Um, I've got synthesizers tucked away. I've got the Poly in Medusa tucked away. The Electron, um, uh, I mean, the no Novation Ultra Nova tucked away. Um, Lots of rolling gear tucked away, um, like the MC707 mm -hmm. and the um, TR8S. I would love to have done um, like big, big banks of sounds for those as well, but they don't really load samples the same uh, super easy way that a lot of these other boxes do, mm -hmm. and they have limited capacity on which you can load the samples into them, you know, all that stuff. I just got a, a Moog DFAM, my first Moog mm -hmm. to start making some sounds with. Um, I'm about to do a sound bank for the um 1010 black box this oh, is like nice. this is uh very next on the list um i'm also about to pick up a 1010 uh lemon drop to do banks yeah for. the granular, um, is that but the see, granular that's, one that's the thing that i think a lot of people don't really understand when they see like me and this room full of gear and like oh like you need all that you don't need all this stuff i can write you know music in the box with none of this stuff i mean hardware software who cares it doesn't ipad i mean it four track recorder i don't care it's just music i just need stuff to record to make sounds with um you know um over here, I've got older quasi-MIDI gear. I've got a Roland uh, SP-303 uh, to do some extra, like, you know, custom mm -hmm. lo-fi samples, more Eurorack gear, um, the Poly and Tracker. I just picked up um, the Native Instruments Machine Plus a few months ago. Uh, Tollman um, had some sort of crazy sale for people in the U.S. only, and it's supposed to be like, I don't know, $1,250, $1,300. I picked it up for like $800. Wow. It doesn't need a computer. Um, so, I mean, you know, all that kind of stuff. I got another shelf full of little, you know, gear, more sequencers and stuff, stuff hidden in the closet. But, I mean, really, uh, most of this stuff is is, is for fun um, and for recording sounds out of. Like, I if I was just making music only and not doing, you know, the electronic sound side of thing, I would most likely still be in the box only and have no like hardware gear at all, to be honest. Interesting. With you. Interesting. Um, Interesting. But twelve thousand sounds yeah, in the box I, is a, is hard you know, work. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't claim any one workflow to be the best. I mean I just I just love messing with the gear, you know. I this yeah. is really what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? I mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you just run a 
run a recorder and, and tweak through kick drums and stuff? Or, um, or? Sometimes, but I mean, when it comes to designing like the sounds, I usually will, I do, surprisingly, I do at, at least 90% of my sound design work in the box. Mm-hmm. And I using, I'm using Ableton and I'm usually setting up like um, complicated systems in Ableton that will spit out new random sounds. Like I'll put in <sighs> systems okay. to create like new random kick drums but maybe like one out of five sounds good i don't care because i'll be happy to spend all day going through the results and picking the good ones sometimes i do stuff exactly from scratch you know Mm -hmm. but a lot of times i'm combining the stuff that i've made from scratch with weird other systems that create things randomly so like it's just i can't do this enough you know when you really need to make thousands and thousands of sounds the lengths you have to go to 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 get new sounds, you know. Wow, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Let's do. Are you okay for time? You, because you, you, we're way over. This is the best I think oh, we've ever had. I'm it's okay for time. I yeah, mean, it won't be much longer, I'm sure. But uh, Cresshead, here's a quick one. Favorite BPM? Ooh, you know, maybe. I know people might think it's maybe slower because I'm really into that dub techno. But mm-hmm. if I maybe had to pick a favorite BPM, I'd say probably 150 and halftime. Wow. Writing 150 halftime. That sort of half, like not nice. that traditional uh, dubstep 140, but just a little faster and half time. That's probably my favorite. Well, wow, double time it, and you get into Piero the Acid Clown's region, so he'll be happy about that. Uh, any synth you don't get on with? Um, the Octatrack was something I didn't get on with. Uh-huh. I had that for a little bit of time, but then NASA called and they wanted their alien tech back. <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? I didn't. I didn't gel with it at all. Another one um, was a little uh, a, uh, a synthesizer, um, the the model sculpt. I actually backed okay. that a few years ago on Kickstarter, and I got two of them. But then when it showed up, I didn't gel with it at all. Felt kind of silly for backing that in the first place. <laughs> but yeah, the model sculpt. I think there was. I want to say something else, but I, I I can't think of what it what it is. But yeah, most of the things I really do gel with because I'm a nerd and a geek. And mm-hmm. yeah, if it does what it says on the 10, I'm pretty much about it. I had a, some frustration getting into the Polyan Tracker when like, it first came out because it was full of a lot of bugs and glitches. Right. But they've kind of fixed all that stuff over the years, and now I don't really have those problems with it. Nice. I nice. didn't sell it. I hung on to that one, which was a definitely. I think that's Polyan, isn't it? You you just yeah. know that it's not quite complete, and but they're going to deliver it. But I they're going to the get point. there. They're yeah. not going to not get there. It's just yeah. like okay, yeah, I'm confident in this. And one. especially now with the play, I mean, this new, um, you know, update with the play, giving uh, like wave export and stuff. This mm. is stuff that was never advertised or promised, or I mean, I would never have expected that to even come to this yeah. box. So yeah. yeah, so Paulie and they're on it these days for they sure. Really yeah, are. they really, really are. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of people saying, "Oh, you mentioned the, the chat group where you and Tony hang out." I think if people want to join that, it's actually um, it's actually a private chat with just a few people and and we talk about everything like real life stuff not just music stuff and like you know i mean i'll be real i'm not really getting out of the house hardly at all because i really just like to stay home and work if you get my drift (laughs) so to have something like that i think is really important um like you know 
everybody needs friends, you know, we all need something. And if you can't have that necessarily, like in, in, in the real world, to have that in chat is definitely the next best thing. Um, so, yeah, it's just a, it's not like a public chat group, um, but just a you know, private chat private group friends. where a few of us can talk about like literally the inner workings of our life. You know, if you're having a bad day, you know, sometimes you got to have someone to express that to as well. Or if you're having a bad mix, a bad mix down and you just can't get, you know, your shit to hit right and you need some advice, having people to bounce stuff off. It just that that like, that don't right, mind that don't mind, you know, that it's not a hassle. It's not some public thing. Just you. You got to have at least something that you, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Hit up your friend and yeah. just say, let's just open a group instead of me texting you every now and then. For when real. You open, and then you, you get, get the two or three people and, in that group. Yeah. You'd be surprised how much you can really yeah. feed off each other yeah. creatively and encourage each other. And the people that I'm in this group with, we watch each other grow over the years. And they're doing things that literally I thought they would never get to. It's only been a few years. And you keep pushing your friends, you'll be surprised at yeah. what they can get up to. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, what it's yeah. about, man. Being yeah. happy for your friends, doing good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And they're all part of the same thing as well. It's all pushing exactly. a little bit and just picking you up when you're down or just giving you yes. perspective or telling you to walk away or telling you all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And and yeah, a lot of us, I could guarantee a lot of people in the chat don't get out that much. You know, I think that's just the nature yeah. of the group that we kind of are. So I think so. Too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Inky, what's on your wish list? What isn't, what Ooh, isn't there at the moment? Well, I mean, seriously, I want to say like the Erica Sense Percons is on my wish list, but it's really yeah. not because it's on <laughs> because it's on pre-order and I'm just waiting on it. Um, the thing is, is like, you know, a lot of people just look at the amount of gear I have and just, you know, just it blows their minds. But look, I, I, I want to be real for a minute, you know, with, with the amount of gear, like everything that shows up is just hours of learning. It's not, yeah. it's not glamorous. Like it yeah. seems out to be like, to be honest with you, I feel bad for these big YouTubers because I know exactly how much time it takes <laughs> to learn a new piece of gear and then share it. I've done it on my channel tons of times. I'll learn the play. Two weeks later, I did a fucking three hour stream with this bad boy i know how much time it takes to learn the new gear and to try to teach somebody new gear and it takes a lot of time and we're not in here just writing and having fun i'm learning and struggling and they're swearing and there's frustration you know over and over and over again we put ourselves through this not like somebody who like learns their set of kit and then goes okay i'm good i'm envious of that person because they don't have to constantly be learning more and more and more yeah. i literally spend as much time learning new stuff in here as i do making stuff wow wow you're right actually i don't know how loopop gets those things out I don't and either. And he's seconds. Um, just flawless <laughs> at it. Just amazing at it with the information. It is a good, even Nick that was. Oh, I don't know how he does. This I have a well. big. I have a big loop op like jealousy thing going yeah. on. He's like you yeah. know like way yeah, up too. here. He's, 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 yeah, on a scale of yeah. zero to Adele or whatever, it's really zero to loop op, isn't it? That's yeah, like, zero to loop op. There you go. <laughs> Oh, man, this is just incredible. Thank you so much for sharing this. Yeah, it's just sure. absolutely brilliant. Um, 
really good question from Lady Aptitude. Who are some of your musical influences? You know, influences this is a question that, that will really surprise a lot of people because it's not going to be a lot of electronic music influences. Like, my earliest influences are, like, um, you know, European rock bands, like the Thompson Twins and stuff like that from the 80s. Mm. I can't, like, I just, I, I really remember, like, being, listening to drummers, I guess is what I'm, about to say it's like the the woman from the Thompson twins Alana Curry she was a percussionist and she's always you know with these timbali fills yes all yeah, these really that. cool like accents and rhythms and like and she, I consider her like a drummer you know and like yeah. growing up listening to bands like the police and drummers like Stuart Copeland and then Sting went on to do um like solo stuff and yeah. uh, with drummers like Omar Hakim and I'm just like oh my god I love Dave Matthews band. I like Dave Matthews band acoustic with like no drums, right? Dave Matthews band and Tim Reynolds live from fucking New York City, man. Mm -hmm. All that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. My biggest you know, influences from back in the day are people like Billy Bragg playing acoustic okay, stuff. Cool. Um, bands like uh, my favorite bands, like like uh, I don't listen to new material, and I'm really gonna date myself with all of this, but I don't care. I like the you know bands from the '90s, like the Wonder stuff, like Dead yeah. Atomic Dustbin, um, like the Charlatans UK back when like music was fucking awesome. The like Manchester when Electronica stuff. was yes, Manchester. Yeah. Bring it on. Electronic bands like uh, Apollo 440, like mm. under like. Underworld is like my biggest. Yes, you know, like I went to um, I went to a, a concert here in California in 1996. It was called Organic '96, and uh, I saw Underworld perform live for the first time, and my brain shifted. I understood electronic music like I never did before. 1996, that was my year. It just blew my mind, and it was seeing them live in the context of that day. It was like Moby, Loop Guru, um, I don't know, like 20 some odd acts or whatever, Chemical Brothers that day. Um, but Underworld took the stage, and it was just like magic. And like I, I got four on the floor music in a way that I had never got it before. It just like, yeah, my, I just it just I just got it. It wasn't like oh I like this, but it was like I understood what was happening. You listen to those riffs that um, uh, Rick is putting down, okay? And like there's the subtle things like you're listening to, like okay, we're gonna go three bars, and then there's a change up. Why the hell am I not putting a change up on that fourth bar? You know, things like yeah. I studied under Rick Smith, okay? Like I am, I, I really am like underworld, okay? I've seen them live now like five times over the years. Um, yeah, so I mean, th that's my, uh, you know, electronic influence biggest for sure, Underworld. But all my other influences are like Manchester bands, acoustic bands, Toad the Wet Sprocket. I mean, you know, yeah, wow. not electronic music at all. I mean, you turned me on to Underworld. I was always an Underworld fan, Just, um, but I'd kind of not listened to them for ages. And I yeah. think it was you posting something about them, about just, a tune well, or something that had come out. And I was like, oh, God, yeah, I used to love them. And it just, for some reason, they'd fallen off my radar. And since see, then, I'm like, I just, I'm like, oh. a, I mean, like, I used to listen to them when they weren't Underworld. They were still Underworld, but they were a pop band. And I yeah. love that stuff. Everybody yeah. who loves the techno stuff now is like, oh, my God, they used to be this crappy pop band. They were actually... <laughs> Uh, a techno pop band before that called yeah. Fruer, and they had a really oh, big well, song they, called Doot. 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 Anybody it? remember Doot Doot? Yeah, yeah, we go Doot. Yeah. We go Doot Doot. That's friggin' that Underworld. Them? I've been listening to them since like the early '80s, My before word. they were Underworld. Yeah. My <laughs> word. Crikey, I didn't know that. My That's why goodness. they have such cool lyrics and stuff in 
their music wow. now because Carl was a pop lyricist from back in the day. Dove no wow. bass with my head, man. Yes, that's what I'm that's talking it. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring that's that's life changing album. Life changing album. Yeah, completely, album completely. Yeah. And then I kind of just <laughs> fell off again, and it was like, what happened to those guys? And I realized I'd missed out. Their second whole album. Thing. Their second album is like pretty much like the seminal electronic album for me. Mm. Second toughest. Mm. Uh, second toughest second, in the that's infant. That's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, just magic stuff on there. I could just put that on repeat. Go about my wow. life, you know. This I used to call Underworld the soundtrack to my life. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing, amazing, amazing. Wow, Second Toughest in the Infants, amazing. Boku Fish as well, yeah. Boku yeah, Fish Boku Fish. Fish. We're talking about stuff like um, uh, Bruce Lee on that album. Yeah, I used yeah, to want to yeah. cover that song. <gasps> Piero, <laughs> Piero, stay I, 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 I have vocal, I have vocal like desires from back in the day, but I'm not a vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just good. There's so, so, there's a depth there, which is yeah. insanely good. Absolutely. Insanely good. Insanely good. Okay, I promise I won't keep you for very much longer. There, there's still a few pouring in. Sure. But uh, Andrew Brooks needs a hug. So everyone give Andrew Brooks a hug. Thank you for, so much for being a part of this uh, this whole whole group. As you head, we'll set up a private chat. Let's do something like that. Get a, get a weekly yeah. chat going. Not tied to a show. Exactly. No, exactly. Just something where you can hang out. Just if you've got a few people that you can literally just, you know, trust with your stuff and, you know, you can talk about, you know, some of those feelings sometimes mm. that you need to talk yeah, yeah. about with somebody who knows yeah. you on that level. And, it's you know, really, trust. really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Grid Mode is admiring your studio tan. I guess, oh, that you yeah. It's, it's on point. The studio tan <laughs> is definitely on point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last chat question for the stream. Do you like any old MIDI controllers or weird stuff? I'm, I'm quite interested in any drum controller type you know, the, stuff, actually. My experience is that I, I really, really love drumming on drum pads um mm -hmm. but i like to drum melodic sounds on drum pads um because people don't really expect that um and i just find it's a fun way like when you get out those sticks and you're hitting the pad people are expecting you to do that timbali stuff and yeah, you know whatever like whatever bang, bang. exactly and if you can use it for like vibes or something melodic i yeah. really think that's awesome at the end of the day however um i haven't found a drum pad that i think is really dope um, they just tend to wear out really fast and the triggers don't trigger right. reliably. I have the most expensive one, like the Roland SX Pro. It's so good. And it's not. I mean, one of the pads, like, it pretty much came, like, in. you have to really and that kind of takes a lot of the fun out of it And if you don't have any subtlety. Um, so I actually have three, you know, drum pads now, but I wouldn't recommend any of the ones that I have to anyone mm -hmm. else, really. Mm -hmm. And all the reviews that I've read of, like, the new Elisis ones and stuff like that all say the same thing. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, those drum pads, I don't know. Morgan says, um, I didn't know there was a Carlsbro kit. Have you tried the Carlsbro kit? Didn't know they had one. I know they do. Uh, lamps, but... I'm not familiar with that. Okay, um, I that. do really like um, the Novation SL MK3 MIDI controller. For oh, hard yes. for hardware, um, if you're really used to writing in a DAW with lots of automation lines, using something like that, I kind of feel like is writing music in a dark closet with a blindfold on. <laughs> but if you can kind of get past that, it's really really awesome <laughs> for uh, you know for live performing and for live jamming and stuff. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. Okay, the last last question I promised from me, what does the future hold in the next couple of years? Where are you where are you hoping to To be head honest to? with you, I hope it just holds more of the same. I just want to keep doing this. This is what I'm meant to do and I feel like I've kind of hit my stride with it. Um I've actually, you know, got on some people's radar with my work and yep. I've done a lot of work over the last few years um with outside companies um and I'm really enjoying that as well. Um I just want to keep this up. I just want to do more of this. I just want to get more boxes and put sounds into them that make people inspired to make their own music. I figure, you know, it when I started, and you mentioned to like say the average stranger, this is what I do. I'm into making music. You know, they could understand that and identify with that. And a lot of people were like, "Yeah, cool, man. I'm, I'm check that out, whatever." But now people are like into video games and social media, and they're just not into making music or listening yeah. to music or you know. Um, so I'm really just trying to keep as many people interested in making music living music like i do and just you know wanting to be a part of music still what a great way to end you've been in the best guest ever i think oh. I mean, you are amazing you're an amazing person but honestly thank you so so much for yeah coming thanks on. for having me i really appreciate it for sharing the good and the bad um, um, yeah please everybody come so join me love. again next saturday where we're going to do a live show you know just be having fun listening to music like we've been talking about no just one's going to miss it everyone's having fun in now. the chat you know <laughs> absolutely absolutely well thank you um there's huge love and respect big up in the chat please loads of uh, loads of hearts and love in the chat for the amazing Dean Daughters and Electronic Sounds. Underneath this stream, I will put uh, all of the links just before you go. Uh, hit him up on, I'll just paste them all in, why not? And then at least they're here in the chat for people who want to go and uh, do it. Let's see if this works. There are every single link I think you need. Um, let's see. Yes, I think it worked. Got the web store, the Facebook, the Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, so hit yourself up. I will put those underneath this uh, stream for anyone who's coming back after the show. Um, and really, I mean, just, yeah, amazing. Thank you so, so much. Best yeah, of luck in the future me. with the sounds. I'm going to, I think, going to have to buy a poly and play now, as at least two other people in the chat have already mentioned. So you it's should be It's a lot commission. of fun. It's a lot of fun. And they're going to keep upgrading it. I really don't even know what to expect. I never would have expected stem no. export. How much is your sound pack? Uh, for the play, it's 50. Wow. It's just, yeah, it just makes it uh, such a thing. And again, such 20, yeah. 20 new sample packs that are in the format for the play. So you can use all of their remixing tools and just start making music really Bang. quickly and get that inspiration really quickly. Sold. Sold. Absolutely <laughs> sold. Uh, go check out Hardware Jams. Again, I'll put that link for under sure. there. We discussed that. Uh, check out Electronic Sounds. That link's already up there. Uh, go check out a URL. Thanks uh, to Piero the Acid Clown, who's Mark Gardner, who's in the chat. Thanks for dropping by and saying hello. They do a stream on Tuesdays. Monday nights is the stream from Hardware Jams. Uh, check out Kent Spong on a Thursday. Uh, he's normally on Thursday. Sometimes he's on every night, but uh, good, good luck to him. Uh, obviously, Pro Sound Network is on a Friday. 
Uh, Rans is on a Saturday. We're on a Sunday. Jamie from Geosynth is on just before mm -hmm. us. I hope you all caught that. What's on a Wednesday? Can you think of anything on a Wednesday? Inky will remind me. Something must be on a Wednesday. Uh, a Wednesday. I'm on on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm on on a Wednesday uh, with Oliver Gold this week. We didn't have one last week, but we will be having one this week with a serious talk. But it's it's just been eclipsed by the serious talk we just had earlier. So uh, there will be impromptu <laughs> streaming by me. Uh, yeah, this coming week. Uh, either Tuesday and or Friday, I'll do an afternoon chill out stream just chatting on YouTube because that seems like a like fun. Uh, it says Monday's pretty boring, says Azio Head. Well, it's just, just Monday, isn't it? Oh, Sonic State on a Tuesday. Everyone knows about Sonic State at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday as well, of course. Uh, Sonic State also have a gig coming up. Uh, check that out. That's three or four weeks away now. Their EMOM's coming up, which should be really kind of Yeah, cool. that's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to that one. It should be good. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go. So it's it's, it's going to be good. Uh, Are you yeah, going to perform at that one? You should Maybe. definitely come Maybe. on, Jack. I can't. I can't egg say. him on. Egg him on. <laughs> I can't say, but may may well see me performing. Yeah, all with right. My, with my new um, with my new Pollyann play. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's all sorted. <laughs> yes, of course. Wednesday is Sonic State. Also, Molten Modular as well. That pops up in the evening. He's an amazing guy as well. Um, and Pierre the Acid Clan is on Tuesdays with the uh, with the URL live. Fabulous, 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 fabulous. Thank you again. I justly can't thank you enough. I just keep saying thank you, and I'll text you. Thank you for the next three weeks, every single evening, for being such a brilliant guest. Thank you for your time. You yeah, must be exhausted. Uh, honestly, so much appreciated. So much love in the chat for you. Um, and so we'll thanks for all, watching, everyone. Uh, thanks we'll for all see you out. next weekend for this amazing show. All right, take care, mate. Thank you so much. Cheers, everybody. Connect out with the earth, my Link up the harmonized, bless the germy But be an absolute blessings a birthright We live a line which I'll unlock for me no side Worldwide, cosmic love, energy, a go Herbicide free, organically, miss their worthwhile Watch the way one of you change term wise In terms of definitions and some germite Get sidechecked, the eye One side is defined by one's idea of I I, I am an ideas man I assign to much of the qualities of my guys Who's we for talking like there's two of me? One is a construct, one is a creativity The supreme one, all encompassing information In and of itself, most definitely Because I most definitely Beyond the scripture, niceness, niceness can be Blessed be I tune you all in, sir. Pick up with the NSP, I tune it, yes.